podcast for the working cowboy you know you can't get mad because everybody you know it's not us and you know just yourself in the same boat i mean there's tons of people in the same boat so uh i think you just have to (laughs) pray for rain that's that's about what you got to do so yeah i I think i i think you're you're right on that I i don't know what else you can do you know it just uh you're always one day closer to raining than you were yesterday. I mean, that's exactly that's that's what I've been telling people, and that's the only way you can keep your head up. And mm. you know, I always joke with my wife is, you know, we always think, why do we live in this country? But you know, in our neck of the woods, I mean, it's it's awesome cow calf country and wonderful grass. What's there? Um, and it just teases you enough every, you know, five years or something, you know, once every five years or something that, you know, it, it, it keeps you optimistic yeah, and keeps just, you living. <laughs> it, it gives you like that, Hey, we can, this can be good down here. It's not yet, but yeah. it, it can be. It can be good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, man, I, uh, I don't know this, uh, um, how how did you did you get a chance to listen to the Corbett Wall episode yet? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and shoot, I heck, I uh, wrote down the number and called my uh, congressman and both of our Democratic senators and um let them know my opinion. So yeah, but, I uh, um how, how did you how did you like that? I know you listen to Corb pretty religious uh pretty, pretty religiously. Oh, I thought it was great. You know, I mean, I think he's spot on, you know, and, uh, um, you know, there, there's no way of, of, of looking around the whole fact that there's a huge discrepancy in the cattle markets. And, uh, you know, like you, I mean, I, I'm a, you know, less government is, is better, but, yeah. uh, the government has not enforced what rules are on the books and the rules that were on the books were, were great back in the day, but they just never, you know, kept up with the times or, or neither enforced them. And, uh, you know, if they would have just done that, it, it'd be fine. But, uh, you know, these sweetheart deals and everything, I mean, that's why JBS Cactus, and all those guys are, are afloat. Oh yeah. Well, like I said, like my, you know, my, my ESOP profile, uh, looks very good. Uh, yeah. After, after this pandemic and, uh, from, from cactus feeders and it's, uh, it's just kind of, it's kind of wild how, uh, I, I don't know. It, there's, 
I, I'm a I'm a very very anti-government anything really, and but I like I don't see enough um, I don't see enough ranchers willing to actually try something different to maybe shake up. Uh, like uh, there's a few people doing it, but I just don't. And and that's not to to talk down on anybody. I just I, like I don't see enough people that are that are willing or able to just like not sell their cattle to their their feedlot and like feed them out on their own and then demand a higher price. You know, it's uh because outside of that, you gotta have the government involved. And I and I hate I hate that, but like we did it to ourselves and uh it's kind of uh like i I don't know i I don't know where you go from there it's it i I hate it but i mean it is what it is yeah yeah i uh i think that you know uh those government payments are you know hell you know I don't want to step on people's toes and stuff, but, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is, is, is the fat cattle market is the gold standard, mm-hmm. you know, and what, what practically what our dollar used to be was, it was, it was based on gold. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the cattle market needs to be based on something yeah, and that needs to be based on fat cattle and it trickles down. And and that's, that's the only logical like base point because like if you use the feeder cattle market, um, like that, that's, that's just not a good indicator because you want to know like what your, what your beef cutout is going to be because that at the end of the day, that that's what should set the, the price for the rest of the cattle market. And, and and it does. I mean, like, like you can see the, the outrageous price of beef. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it's worth that much. Um, but also, I know it's worth a hell of a lot more than what the, the live cattle prices are reflecting. And there, there may not be any sort of, uh, you know, on record collusion between these these big packers. But it doesn't take a genius to see that, like, it's uh like that's a real thing. Oh yeah, yeah it is. I mean, you know, I mean uh, they, you know, it's uh, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine. Uh, you know, you you stay this side of the highway, I'll stay this way. You know, and and uh, you know, go to this feed yard, I'll go that. And and you know, the, the worst thing is retaliation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew a guy. Um, you know. I'm sure you know him. Uh, he was down in our area, but uh, you know, we were dry as a bone, and, and he fed out fat cattle, and he was an older man, and and uh, anyway, he he shipped a load of fats over to Southwest Kansas, and and they docked him for uh, for tag on the cattle for you know mud, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and he called him up and he said. Well, shit, I, you know, I didn't have any mud on these cattle. And, uh, he said, well, I guess the packer just said, well, well, we're getting cattle from Eastern Kansas and, 
they got mud on. So we, we just started docking everybody's tag on the cattle. You know, I mean, what a joke that, that, uh, I mean, and he just had to take it, you know? And the thing is, is too, before, before they even picked up those cattle, they agreed on a price and, and they were supposed to pick them up. Well, they, you know, they, they delayed them for three weeks to pick them up and, you know, they didn't pay the bill for, for feeding those cattle. He, he paid that bill for three weeks on those cattle and, you know, yeah, he probably had some heavy carcasses and everything. Well, I'm sure they just nailed him on that too, you know? Oh yeah. Um, and, and th- that's why like your listeners, I mean, I, you, you got to do it. I mean, it, it's a trickle down even through the cow calf to the ranch hands or anything. I mean, you know, they're going to start dot. I mean, these feed yards can't pay what they can to the cow calf man for the, for the cattle. I mean, and the cow calf man can't have the budget to pay the ranch hand what he's worth if he's a good hand, you know, and that's why everybody should get involved on, on, on supporting that bill is, uh, um, I mean, I'm, I'm a full believer in it. Um, you, you've got to, you got to have an, enough negotiated trade, you know, enough trade on, on a product to determine what it's worth, you know, to, to base everything off of. So, yeah, now I, you know, like I said it before, I, I don't, I don't like the, I don't like government intervention, but I, I don't see, I, I don't see much of a, of, of a, of a, better option and uh that 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 pains me to to say it i just but uh, i can just i don't and uh as i can be as libertarian as i want to be but i would rather not have to have my job consist of even more holstein influenced cattle because that's where we're headed like the more more of these ranchers that that uh go out of business the more and more you're just going to get uh crossbred uh steer calves out of the dairy and uh, for for all these green people that uh, that care about grass fed beef and whatever, well, like we 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 don't raise grass fed beef um, on the label, but like the vast majority of that animal's life is spent out on pasture, <clears throat> and and you just you just feed them for the last couple months of their life to 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 get a good superior meat meat uh, quality meat product where. The, the more and more this this shit gets vertically integrated, <clears throat> you're gonna have more and more cattle that are it's the same same steak. It's gonna taste the same to you at the end of the day, uh, but that that animal has never seen a blade of grass in its life. It's been it was born in a dairy. It was uh, pulled off its uh, off of the mother as soon as the colostrum was all out of her, and and then it was in a hutch, and then it was in a feedlot pen. Uh, uh, up until slaughter. I mean, it's uh, if you want to talk about factory farming, that's factory farming. The <laughs> yeah. the, the feedlot that's is just not... one one like the final aspect of, of a your typical bovine's life. That that whole deal where they go from nothing but confinement all the way through, which is, is something cactus was trying to do, and it failed miserably because uh, beef cattle don't do well calving in the feedlot. 
and uh like that that's uh i mean if you want to talk about like like sure enough factory farming that that's what that is um and i I don't like that well yeah i mean how romantic is, is that for the american consumer that just it's uh you know uh that beef never sees a blade of grass in its life mm-hmm. you know for those dairy cross cattle you know yeah it, and, it's uh, just it's one step above fake meat at that point you know yeah like it's still beef oh yeah but it's uh like hmm. you know it's just like i don't know it does it doesn't sit right yeah, you know, and it's sad. Is I I was watching a video auction today, and uh, you know there was some of those kind of cattle, and and hell, they were bringing, you know, close to what good cattle were on a you know a generational ranch, and and uh, people had done stuff right and everything. And I'm not saying those people in the dairy aren't doing things right, but I mean, I don't know. If if I were to have a stake off either one of those outfits, I think I'd take it off the ranch that those cattle had been on grass and whatnot, and and finished in the feed yard, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I it, at least I, not just been in a calf hutch all right, my life. Right. Right. So. I, I mean, it's well, and and the thing is, like we we all know, and like those those dairy guys uh, really do a good job of growing their, their steer calves, and well, just growing their calves in general because they don't they don't grow on on the cow, um, and, and they do a good job of growing them. But we all know, like a bottle fed calf just is not as good as uh, as one that's that's on a good mother. We we all know that, like right. as as good of a bucket bucket calf as you, as you raise. It's just still not going to be as good, and like that's what the dairy industry has turned into. Like they even their their high dollar dams that that are producing the most milk are still not the the best they could be because they're not they're not on a on a mama cow, and but they they bred out the the mom part of the the, the Holstein cow at this point anyway. So like it, even if they tried it, it's probably not going to work very well. I've, we we get a few calves here and there, um, and yeah, and it's it's a pain in the ass. You and then on top of that, they got so damn so much damn milk. You gotta after the the calf sucks, you still gotta go milk them. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've had to load a few uh, uh pots, you know, by myself with you know for Holsteins or mm-hmm. jerseys and uh oh. <laughs> Those are, uh, that's difficult. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, it's, uh, it's a it test your patience, I guess I'll say. So. I, I had a guy uh, on one of, the, one of the groups the other day. They they were asking a question about um, like what what's your opinion on using a flag horseback and um, and I said something about um, I said if you've ever loaded uh, Holstein's uh a horseback you'd uh you'd prefer having a flag with you and the guy was like i i loaded holsteins for 20 years without any flag did it just fine i said well you would have done it in 10 years if you had had a flag <laughs> <laughs> i never did get a response back from him but yeah. that's pretty good 
you know, and I, oh, you've been around me enough. Like I'm not a big high, uh, you know, let, let's let's go rope everything you can see type type of guy. I like to rope, and uh, and you know, I like watching a good wreck every now and then. But more than anything, I like to just get my shit done. And so I try to I try to stay as as quiet and, and calm as I can on cattle, but. That like when when it comes to loading those big Holsteins, like God, you, I I don't know how, like I I don't I just don't know how else you you do it without just screaming yourself to death and uh, like turning into a fit of violent rage. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, uh, what's what's new in uh, the big town of Walsh? I haven't uh. I, I talked to my dad the other day, but I haven't I haven't uh, heard much from from what's going on uh, in that part of the world. Well, it's been blowing dirt, and uh, you know, last uh, oh gosh, it, it, it seems like forever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no rain or anything. Yeah. But uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, it just it keeps you puckered up you know we had a bad fire in 18 on our place and um i always try to uh you know when that fire happened to our place i was going up oh along i-70 in kansas to pick up some bulls that we'd bought in south dakota and and uh i was three and a half hours away when i learned the fire hit our ranch and and so um i've learned that when the Wind's blowing, you know, and it's dry. I need to just be home. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, uh, that's no joke. My, my, but my wife understands. Like, there's there's times that you know maybe we can get away or go do something, but I'm like, ah, oh, no, <laughs> I want to be home. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, you know, when one of those fires hits your place, it, it kind of forever changes your your opinion on on uh leaving the place or, or something like that. But, um, but no, I mean, shoot, we're doing good. We just, we're like everybody. We just need rain. Yeah. Uh, I, I think everybody in the whole high plains, Southern plains, everybody needs rain. Mm. So, uh, but, uh, uh I, I was gonna kind of, you know, piggybacking on that point about, you know, when the fire hits you, it changes you. like. Was your dad, uh, like, did he just like to hoard shit? Uh, hoard stuff? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, my, my dad's the same way. Like, and, and it's, it's not a bad thing. Like, he, he just, but he will never throw anything away. And I think that's just a direct consequence of their parents coming, coming right out of the depression. And they're just like, no, no, you don't, you don't throw that away. Cause, uh, that, 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 that shit costs money and we don't have money. Exactly. Yeah. And I've, I've caught myself a lot more on like even stuff that like shows up, like, you know, you get, you know, on a freight load or something and what you might throw away, like even like a pallet, like you know, I might need that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, um, so I've I've became more of a hoarder because it's just like you know, uh, I, I can just tell stuff's gonna get a little bit tougher uh, before it gets better. Yeah, and uh, 
uh, I think a guy needs to to be smart on that stuff. And, and you know, uh, you know, I saw a meme that like, uh, you know, I, I forget what it was, but like, he, you know, everybody mocked their, their grandmother for like washing their tinfoil, you know, and I don't think that's all wrong. <laughs> you know, right. uh, uh, I think, uh, I think, uh, the more conservative person could be the better. So, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was just, and I, I didn't get a, a good chance to, to like, to really, uh, read into, I was going to read a couple different articles, but apparently, um, France has their presidential elections, uh, this month sometime. And, uh, they, they currently have, uh, as a, as their, I, I think he's a president, uh, that Macron guy is, uh, like he's a, you know, the head of the socialist party. I mean, he's a, a, like died in the wolf socialist. And as of what I saw, like the polling going in this presidential election, they've got what, what the media says is a far right, uh, candidate. Um, but mostly she's like, uh, control the immigration type candidate. She's kind of a Donald Trump and she's, Uh she's basically neck and neck with this, uh, with their current, you know, the incumbent president. And, uh, like if that, if France is going to go right wing and, and, and keep in mind, like France right wing is like Bernie Sanders. Uh, yeah. But like if they're, if they're, they're shifting to, to a right wing type party, um, just imagine what I, like, I think November is going to be a slaughter for the, for the Democrats, like I think they're really going to get their asses handed to them. Oh yeah, well, didn't the French president come out and say, uh, "Hey France, uh, we don't want to be like America and be woke and uh, you know just you know piss up a rope and screw ourselves on being woke all the time." I mean, didn't he come out and say I, that? I think so, if I remember right, and. um yeah, there's been there's been several people, uh, like foreign leader. Like I think the Ukrainian president said it at once, but like that guy can go fuck himself. He's getting real cocky uh, at the UN. You're like, oh, you gotta give us all the weapons we need. Fuck you, we do. <laughs> Don't tell us what to do. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I. You know, and I, I've kind of lost track on that Ukraine deal, but uh, I don't know. It, you know, I swear, we we just need to be not be the world police. I, I'm so sick and tired of that crap. You I know. know. Well, because no. the more you dig into why we're going into some place, you're just like, well, why were we doing that in the first place? Like. Why couldn't could you not let a sleeping dog lie? Like there, I don't think there's any question that everybody thinks uh, Vladimir Putin is a terrible person. But like, if you if you can't just acknowledge that, like, hey, we kind of played a hand in all of this. Remember, they they impeached Donald Trump over Ukraine the first time. Like, this is all just reeks of corruption and there are going to be young men from Ukraine, Russia, and it's looking more and more like a bunch of our boys are going to die over some stupid 
uh, geopolitical feud that involves the Biden family. Yeah. And and like and on and our te- not only that are we gonna s- possibly send our 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 uh, young young men and women over there to fight and die, but we're also paying for it. Like we've already sent mm-hmm. a, a bunch of weapons that probably will have young kids going in to Ukraine to fight a war of liberation or whatever, and those people will be neo Nazis shooting at us with weapons that we gave them. Yeah, because yeah, because that's what's happened like over and over and over when we get involved in in these overseas deals. I mean, it's it's fucking ridiculous. And but they just continue, just like oh, prop up Ukraine. We stand with Ukraine. I don't give two shits about Ukraine right now. Right. Well, you know what? What's so aggravating is is just the the shit show that was was that Afghan pullout. Like, yeah. um, you know, I mean, I mean, uh, it, it baffles me. I mean, uh, you know, I, I mean, I respect all the military and everything, but like, boy, how would you feel, you know, having your son or daughter go over now to one of those places, seeing that, how that went down, you know, how, yeah. And, you know, like, uh, my sister-in-law, her, her boyfriend served in, uh, in the military and everything, like in, a you know, Iraqi freedom or whatever. And, and he, he said, you know, uh, if there was one, like, honestly, almost one round of ammunition missing on the base, like if, if things were subpar, everything was kosher, they weren't fighting. I mean, it was like lockdown. Oh yeah, you know, um, and, and it like nobody left until they accounted for that one missing rifle or you know, box of ammunition or something. Mm-hmm. And can we just left all that crap over there oh. for for uh, you know all those people, and you know, it's just like that movie Lord of War. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guarantee you those guys were just lining up, you know, uh, you know arms dealers ready to pedal that off to whoever you know and uh there was a what was that um not the nicholas cage one that that was lord of war but uh but there was another one like that and it had uh, with jonah hill yeah like war dogs or something yeah something like that and and like that's you know, obviously it's all Hollywood version of it, but like that's a based on a true story. Like that shit happened. Like when you hear about no bid contracts and and how many Cheney and his buddies got those no bid contracts when we went into uh, to Iraq. I mean, they they have a fucking McDonald's and Taco Bell at the at the air bases in Iraq that we built. That that those got built by with taxpayer money. Like yeah. it, it's 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 fucking insane. I mean, it was just a heyday, and I don't know. Like the more I read on history and like the like the fall of civilizations, like uh, Rogan talks about it quite a bit, and there's there's several other podcasts that that talk about this Douglas Murray guy. He's uh, he's actually a, a gay British guy, um, but he's kind of like a philosophy type, uh, and he's an author, but he. 
I, and I forget which book it was of his, but he talks about how at the end of the civilization, they, they become just obsessed with gender. And also they just loot and plunder the system while it's still intact because they know as soon as it crashes down that like the party's over and, and you look at, yeah. and like, I gotta, I gotta, uh, you know, talk some shit on Donald Trump because this whole COVID deal started like all the madness started when he declared uh, a national emergency, which all of a sudden, you know, he that was like a couple times he did under his presidency and i remember saying like this is a bad idea because when you declare a national emergency that severely restricts a bunch of your constitutional rights and uh and so that that allowed all these governors to run wild and then they passed these stimulus bills which you know was supposed to help the people but Hey, the, like the NBA, the MLB, the NFL, uh, Home Depot, Walmart, they all got small business loans while the rest of us got next to nothing. And, uh, and that all happened under Donald Trump. And it just like, man, it really is starting to feel like this, this whole thing's going to come crashing down and it, I, it could get real ugly. Right. Oh, I agree. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> that a yeah, it's uh, you know, I, my brother told me about a Netflix show that uh, you know, I, I I haven't watched it, but uh, I think it's called The Four Horsemen. Hmm. And uh, have you seen that or no? I I think I maybe heard about it, but I like it's not it's not ringing a like. The name sounds familiar, but I, I don't remember anything what that I, I mean, heard about not, it. Yeah, and it's not like really biblical, you know, biblical or anything. It's just a, uh, you know, about um, you know, empires that fall, mm-hmm. you know, and and like the the you know the timeline and everything, and like you know up to the crash of the of an empire of what you know, those empires like prioritize and everything. And, uh, you know, I, I, I haven't watched the show, but I, I remember my brother telling me, uh, um, <laughs> that, that one of the things that like before an empire crashes is, uh, they put high priority in, uh, people that can cook good. <laughs> and, like, uh, like the Food Network. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I thought, well, <laughs> I I guess that may be true, uh, you know. But, um, you know, I I don't know. I, I, I see, you know, you know, I went back to Kansas City this last uh, weekend. We had to, you know, do some stuff back in eastern Kansas and stuff. And, and we kind of made a, you know, kind of a little bit of a trip out of it. And. And it's just so sad. Like, uh, you know, like we go into a restaurant and, um, none of the, none of the men know how to work. You know, it's, it's true. I'm not, this isn't disparaging towards women. They're the ones propping up the show. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're the only ones that know how to work in there. Uh, all, all the, all the men just sit around and, take orders and 
don't know shit, you know? Um, it's just sad, you know, I, and, and you can't get, you know, and, and, you know, service is slow, but you can't get mad at those people that at least they're the ones wanting to work. Right. You know, um, everybody's short staffed and everything. And it's just, uh, it's pretty sad that, uh, everybody's sitting around for a, for a handout and, and to, you know, I, I heard that, uh, California, they're wanting to hand out gas cards. How you I, know, saw for, that. Uh, <laughs> I saw that. You know, give a gas card or, you know, I mean, talk about pouring gasoline on the fire. Uh, oh, I can't believe that. Oh, I know. I'm just like, that. that's what pisses me off about this whole fucking Ukraine situation. Like, we were good with our with our energy source. We were our energy source. We 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 actually uh, exported more than we imported, and uh, I mean it was a it was a good thing we had going on. Like we were set up really well. And then because of these greenies that, um, well, and and especially the ones you you see pushing this green new deal or whatever. Look at who contributes to their <clears throat> their campaigns, and look at where they're invested. And uh, yeah, they're pushing this green stuff because they they stand to make a truckload off of it. And so they shut down drilling, they shut down offshore drilling, they shut down fracking on public lands, and we started buying more oil from fucking Russia. And uh, like all of that could have been, uh, you know. That could have been avoided. You go back to the Obama presidency and Hunter Biden, crackhead, possible pedophile, uh, Hunter Biden is sitting on the board of a major Ukrainian natural gas company that uh, happened to be uh, in the pocket of the, the guy that was allied with Russia. And then we went and... Um, underwent or you know overthrew that president and then all of a sudden uh the new the new um government was wanting to look into this whole barisma natural gas deal and hunter biden and um joe biden shuts that shit down real quick um on record saying that he shut that shit down real quick and and they just act like nothing ever happened and and then the Republicans too are like, oh, well, we're just going to forget about the whole thing, and we got to send all these weapons to Ukraine. Uh, like we kind of helped start that shit. Like, <laughs> like we 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 really shouldn't have been over there, and now it kind of blew up in our faces, and we're we're like, oh, Putin's a bad guy. Well, he's not good, yeah. but he probably wouldn't have done that if we wouldn't have been fucking around in his backyard like god damn it dude (laughs) well yeah yeah i mean well it's just like uh i don't know i I mean consider us a bunch of prairie dogs yes is a bunch of prairie dogs and we kind of set up a prairie dog town right next to russia Mm -hmm. you know and uh well uh putin really doesn't want prairie dogs coming in on russia so He's, he's saying, fuck you, Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I mean, and I, I'm truly, feeling like the uh, the United States government is that like that one buddy that just gets fucked up as soon as you walk into the party. Like you, you walk into the party, and he's been pre gaming for six hours, and immediately he starts a fight. And like he's your buddy, so you have his back. And then after a while, you're just like, God damn it, I'm tired of getting punched in the face for this guy. <laughs> like this guy's yeah. kind of an asshole. Maybe we should stop doing that like just stop like all of all of this could be avoided if this fucking asshole wouldn't start a fight every time we go to a party like we're, we're, yeah. we're here to have a good time and and you got fucking you know lady g uh senator ladybugs and uh and joe biden and on all these people and, and biden to his credit at least didn't take the bait about uh inviting ukraine into nato i mean like Oh, fuck, that could have been bad. Right. And you're just like, at the same time, like, and they keep trying to fight bigger and bigger guys. And, uh, like, not, not that, uh, like, like, uh, nobody wins with a, in a war with Russia. Like that just, it just doesn't happen. But even without nukes, that's not a, a war you want to fight. And I just like why 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 keep pushing towards that? Let him have like I, I'm sorry for Ukraine, but goddamn, like that's not worth our our boys going and dying over it. Well, exactly. I mean, at, at least they're wanting to fight right in Afghanistan. Years for and it fell in what? For two weeks or something. Well, uh, so. it was it was uh, uh, since about May they were working on it. But like once like once they secured a bunch of those uh, provincial capitals, like yeah, from there it was it was about a week until they took Kabul. Yeah, 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 and and it was, huh. but like people have been saying that since two thousand three. Like we we just we knew it was going to happen, and we just kept pushing it down later down the road, and uh, and, and yeah, Biden did the worst possible job of of getting out of there, but it was going to be a shit show no matter what, and he just yeah made it a thousand times worse. And then on top of that, like they probably could have stopped that bombing at the at the airport, but then they retaliated by killing. Uh, you know, a piece or like a, an aid worker and his family, like children. <laughs> I was like, and then then we wanna we wanna get pissed off at uh at Vladimir Putin for war crimes. You're like, oh, what the fuck, bro? Like, what leg do we have to stand on at this point? Like, just right. let's let's stop all of it. Right. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> it just, my God, it it just it's it's infuriating at times but <laughs> oh i know it's <laughs> yeah i know and it makes me glad i live where i do because like like i said unless they they decide to bomb that uh that ammunition depot down at tonopah i'm i'm probably pretty good because there, there ain't much out here to get so right that's kind of how i am i i figure that like uh I don't know. One of the big nukes might reach me from the springs, like NORAD. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, other than that, like 
I, I think I'm pretty safe. You know? <laughs> so I think I think but. so too. Like like we're we're far enough. Well, see, we're like right in between Tonopah and Reno, and like if they, uh, I don't know what the military has going on in Reno. There's probably probably something because they always do, and uh, and then yeah, Tonopah's got the the largest ammunition depot in the world, and uh, and we're like halfway in between those, but it's still far enough out. I think we're probably all right, but I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then what do you got going on in your world? Oh shit, not much, man. We're uh the the wife and kids are uh they're up in Oregon uh at uh, they're on the coast for for uh spring break this week and I've been Oh, like Tuesday. Uh they went up to uh I don't think they went up as far as Coos Bay, but it's um Gold Beach. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So they they went up they went up the coast a little bit today and and went to a lighthouse and yeah they've just been uh they went and did a hike through an old growth forest uh uh that was day before yesterday and yeah so they they've been up there and uh we got a we got a bunch of shit planned this summer and uh I'm not not yeah. on not on teacher schedule so I had to I had to stick around uh, the home place for this place for this one, so I can take off during the summer. You're the old fuddy dead. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, it, it looks awesome. Uh, it's kind of it looks kind of cold up there on the on that Oregon coast, but lo- looks pretty pretty damn cool. I'm kind of kind of jealous. I haven't been up to Oregon yet, and uh, like those those are the two on the on the west coast is Oregon and Washington. I haven't I haven't been up there yet, so those are. Those are the only two I think I need to knock out, uh, and then I have basically from California to Nebraska covered. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing I lack west than this Mississippi is uh, California and Arizona. So, yeah, but uh, I, I I am longing to go down to Arizona. I want to see like Sedona. Arizona. Mm. It looks like so pretty down there. And uh and there's also like a lot of cool ranch country. Down oh there, man, big so. big country out there. Like even just climbing up to the rim of the Grand Canyon is really, really pretty. Uh and Yeah. Like I and I don't know, I guess I just never thought about the the elevation, but like the, the rim of the Grand Canyon's about ten thousand feet. So I mean it's like it, it's way up really? there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's way huh. up there. Uh, but then, yeah, then once you're there, it just like drops off and, uh, like that's, I, I always, you know, like that, that's kind of like er- on everybody's bucket list is the Grand Canyon. And I always thought it was kind of cheesy until I saw it. And then I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, I get it. Like that's, it, it's something else. Huh. Kind of like, uh, you ever been through like a uh, post Texas? Yeah. That, that's a cool. I mean, that's right where, where it falls off the. I'm I'm probably wrong with the, like the Texas listeners, but like where it falls off the Cap Rock, yeah, and everything, and, and drops down. And uh, I remember the first time I went through there it was like through a drought, and I thought, who in God's green earth would want to live here? Oh, I know. You know? The Yano Estacado. Like, I went through. 
Yeah, but I, I went through like when it was nice and green, uh, like six years ago or so, and um, shoot, it was beautiful. You know, I, I loved it. So yeah, but yeah, it's it. Well, I mean, that it's the same way when you get uh, you know, down in that that Pritchett country because you're just driving across the prairie, and then all of a sudden you're on a, like a five percent grade, and and you just go straight down, and you're just like. Wow, this is like a different world down here, you know. Right, right. <laughs> like that—that—that's some of the prettiest country you'll ever see is down in the, the that canyon country, and uh, and you oh, would, I know. you would never know it was there just you know if you drive just you know even a couple miles uh, you know east and and north of there. Right, right. But I don't know. It, it's uh. But yeah, so they're they're up in the. Uh, they're either coming home tomorrow. Uh, well, they're they're leaving Oregon tomorrow, and I, I don't know if they're gonna stop halfway and and then come home Saturday or try to make the whole. It's like a ten hour drive, so <laughs> they'll probably stop somewhere. Yeah, they want to stay away from you for as long as possible. Probably. I mean, yeah, I, I gotta. I mean, I gotta do some dishes uh, before uh, before then, like. They're not bad, but like they they just have stayed in the the sink all week, and yeah, I'll do those. Do you ever find yourself like when your wife is gone, um, like reverting back to all your like uh, bachelor meals that you, mm-hmm. you you know? I mean, you know, not like my wife's cooking is way better than mine. Yeah, but do you ever have a hankering for all your shitty old? bachelor foods oh yeah so i i had thought out some chuck steaks and you know chuck steaks are one of the most difficult cuts of meat uh, on the on the beef to to because like there's there's just so much fat and connective tissue in them and uh like when you when you you lay it out it's a big chunk of meat and then when you actually cook it, it's like there's just not that much meat to it. It's, it's just all all connective tissue. But it, it's really really good meat. And so I had this I had this uh, like two packages of, of chuck steak in the instant pot. I just put it on on slow cook for over 24 hours. And uh, so then I just had taco meat right there right there close. So I I went to the Mexican restaurant and got the big tortillas, and I've just been eating. Uh, yeah. Just been eating uh, barbacoa burritos all week. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I just you know on 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 something like that when you're just cooking the shit out of the meat, you gotta you gotta season it up. That's where that's where the Mexican uh, side of me comes out. It's like yeah, you, know, you just throw a little more garlic, throw a little more chili powder on there, and uh, and just cook it low and slow and. Uh, and then yeah, just leave it on warm, and uh, you know, but come home for lunch, make you a little, make you a little burrito, and keep on, keep on trucking. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you do better than me. Like, <laughs> I, I usually buy like two cans of Bush's baked beans. Mm, I like this. I like then, this method too. Yeah, and then like a pound of like thawed out sausage and a pound of thawed out hamburger and like, and like jalapenos and just mix up all that crap together. You oh know? yeah. And dice up some and, onion uh, and throw it in there too. That'll. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, that's kind of like my breakfast. Pretty well the three meals mm. is how I operate when my wife's gone. Oh, so. and and we, we've got a whole bunch of chickens, and I've been averaging a dozen eggs a day uh, I've collected while everybody's been out of town, and I've not ate a single goddamn one of them. <laughs> like, I don't... Oh. I don't wake up early enough in the morning to uh to make breakfast and then go to work. And uh and then yeah, after that I'm just I like I and I love eggs. I I'll eat I'll eat eggs anytime, but like I I only cook them on my days off for breakfast. That's that's the only time I cook eggs. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, my wa- I don't even know how many chickens we You know, my wife like like she buys like chickens, you know, where you can order chickens through the mail. Yeah. And they like show up at the post office and everything. Well, like she treats that like me when there's an ammo sale on like a uh, Midway USA. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Like, when when uh, I, cheaper than dirt sends you that email, it's like, hey, we got a bunch of nine mil in for this, and you're just like, fuck yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you just go just way overboard, yeah. Well, that's what she does. But she mm. orders like, <laughs> well, for example, um, we're you know after my mom passed and everything, we moved into the ranch house, kind of down at the home place. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, uh, she's like, "Will you ever see any rattlesnakes here?" And I was like, "No, never have. Like bull snakes or something." Yeah. And, uh, you know, right around the home place. Mm-hmm. Well, sure as the world, like, I don't know, two months after living there, uh, she, like, found a rattlesnake, like, right outside her house. Oh, and, shit. And uh, so she ordered, like, 25 guineas. Oh. Um, you, you know, because guineas keep away the snakes. Yeah. Well, he, he, Guineas make a lot of noise. Have you ever? Yeah, <laughs> they're they're loud as shit. Oh yeah, I mean, thank goodness, like a skunk got in and like killed all but four guineas, and uh, <laughs> so we're at a manageable number now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so my my wife had had bought a her, what was the deal? She. A lady that she she teaches school with her uh I don't remember if it was her sister or her mother that had died, and she had a bunch of bunch of chickens and uh so she gave them all to my wife and, and my sister in law so they they divided these these chickens equally and then i was uh I was kind of day working for this old man here in the valley he's a uh, he's an old yeah, like you'd really like this guy. He's an old uh, Oregon uh, buckaroo type guy, but he just uh, he's <sighs> late seventies, early eighties, and he just but he's got he lives on this place that he built himself, and like he's got all this like really crazy, like kind of shitty looking equipment that he built himself, and and then you like you actually watch him run it, and you're just like, oh. It's actually a really brilliant piece of equipment, but he just like he made it out of out of whatever he had, so it looks real shitty. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
And so, like, I was doing some day work for him, uh, and, and one of the guys that, that worked at the feedlot um, was renting a house from him, and he had all these chickens, and then this guy uh, got a job down in, uh, uh, actually, over in Ulysses, uh, Kansas. And um, and he left behind his uh, his chickens. Well, it turns out they were all, like, um, like game-bred chickens like they, he had mexican fighting roosters and uh and all oh, of the, all of his hens were like those those game type birds uh and and mr ted just gave them to me and i was like well whatever my wife likes chickens you know uh, and that has since then we've added to the chicken flock consistently every time tractor supply <laughs> or, or true value has has uh chicks for sale um there was one time she she came home and and let me know that she uh did not buy any chicks at the true <coughs> at the true value and uh and she was real <laughs> proud of herself and um and I, I was i was really happy about that like i i don't i don't ever give her any shit about it because you know at the end of the day shit hits the fan we we got some we got some meat and we got a source of eggs so well, whatever i don't i don't care that much and even if we we have to stop buying grain you can just turn those bitches out and they'll they'll survive and do well um well yeah well but, but at the same time i try to do as little as possible like with them some, it sounds like you have some like fighting roosters yeah possibly we and i like if I knew more about it and and I had that kind of gumption, I would uh, like I would look into it and start breeding them because you can make some pretty decent money on that shit. Well, yeah, and, and you look Mexican enough that you could go into the underground Mexican mm, fighting rooster. I could do live podcasts from from the cockfights. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I, I'd have to learn Spanish. That that could be like when when I, I start the Spanish uh, Burning Daylight channel. Uh, just I'll do I'll do bull sessions from the cockfights. Yeah, you, you could be like the Joe Rogan of, <laughs> of, uh, of cockfights. Yeah. Well, and then you know, like I I would never have to find a featured music because I just use Gallo del Cielo. And uh, that 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 would be the theme song, and I'd never have. It would make my like it'd be a lot easier podcast to to edit because I like I have the same music every time. Yeah. Uh, we, I like it. We might be onto something here, Mandel. I I'm still working this uh, this trans angle pretty hard. Like I, I'm I'm pretty pretty sure I might identify as trans here at some point and just start. Uh, start joining like women's sports leagues around, you know, like if they, they like have a women's softball league, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna call myself, uh, I got to think of, a, I don't, like, I don't know what the feminine version of Matthew is. Um, you, you won't, you won't dominate. You'll just be above par <laughs> Well, in, in the softball league. I, I, I will. The women's softball. League. Mm, maybe. I think I would dominate around here. If, if like we, if I had to go towards <laughs> Reno, I probably not so much. You know, there, there'd probably be some lesbians okay. that that would kick my ass. But uh, like <laughs> like around here, um, I, I think I would dominate. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> did, did you see that that uh, screenshot I sent you? 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I and I, I have no I have no idea who who that that gal was that, that responded and like I didn't mean anything personal towards her. I just thought that was funny. Uh she yeah. she was saying something because uh, it was a uh, it was basically a meme about how how the evolution of women and it was just showed their bush and then it like 70s, 80s, 90s and then 2000s it shows a dick. <laughs> instead of instead of a bush and then uh and she said uh like uh, men have gone the opposite way and i was like I, it's hard to argue with that but else but then i said uh quit back talking or we'll come dominate another one of your sports <laughs> <laughs> and uh i i hope she didn't take it the wrong way i hope she knows that that was completely a joke but ah, uh, whatever people get butt hurt Right. <laughs> uh, it, it is like I, I got to tell you the the balls on that that Leah Thomas uh, dude. He, uh, I I I'm almost not mad by it because he's just like uh, he he he's he's going in like hundred percent. He's 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 going full bore. So like I, I at least respect that that uh like there was there was that. You know he's not cutting any corners there. He, he's just he's just going full steam ahead. Uh, do, do you ever like uh, you know watch the like when they awarded him and then when they awarded the girl that got second? Yeah. Um, like you know everybody was just like roaring for her. You yeah. know. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, it's 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 stupid. Like that, that's. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and then I mean, you get kicked off of, of social media for saying like, "Hey, this is this is retarded." Yeah, I mean, this is shame. I mean, it, it, it's such a you know th- those girls deserved it, and for that, I don't know. Anyway, it yeah. just I think it's ridiculous. Oh, I, I was, <laughs> it's, it's completely ridiculous. It's uh, I mean, the guy didn't even have the decency to cut his dick off. Like apparently he was just like walking around just just letting it hang in the in the locker rooms. And uh, and he's like, "Yep, I'm a chick now. Um never mind, never mind that thing. I'm I'm a I'm a lady." <laughs> and yeah, it's just he he was number four twenty six in the men's rankings, and then within the span of a season, went to number one as a lady, but did nothing to change the fact that he had a still had a cock and balls. It just like yeah, I don't know. Like I I kind of respect the con. Like like this is obviously a con game, and uh, I I almost respect it. Like. They, they, <laughs> that that dude is just like, like there's no shame, and and I don't know, like I almost respect that more than uh, like playing the you know like tiptoeing around it, like nah, it's just like ah, I'm a chick now, fuck you. Oh yeah, well, I often tell my wife this, like, uh, it, it honestly feels like we're living in the south, you know, South Park I know episode. It. I know it. It's all the time. It's it's. In, have you been watching the newest South Park? 
No, because gosh, my my kids stay up so late. That, oh yeah, and then I fall asleep like right after they go to sleep. So yeah, I uh, I know how that goes. I never catch it. I uh, <laughs> so. I always watch it when I'm. Uh, I finally got caught up on it. Like I'm up to date on South Park. That's like that's probably the only show that I'm up to date on. And uh, uh-huh. but man, those guys they still got it. They they're still bringing the heat. Like it's, it's, it's really, really funny. God, they're, um, yeah, I, it, it does like, I, I, I tweeted out earlier that I was like, uh, if just, if you look at it, everything from a strictly comedic standpoint, this, this fat, this simulation is freaking hilarious. I, I'm loving every minute of it just from a comedic standpoint. <laughs> Uh, but when, right. when, when you boil it down to real life, it's like, it's, it's pretty depressing. Oh yeah. 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 It's just, you know, uh, well, just like, uh, you know, a, a good example is just like, uh, I used to like, we're, we're fixing to brand cattle and everything. And, and we just did, you know, a little bunch last week and, or this week and, you know, you used to be able to just like, I don't know, no problem. Get a bunch of high school boys. I mean, me and you, I mean, hell, hell, we took our college days off. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're, you know, how they grant you, you know, go visit a college or whatever. Yeah. Um, and we just went and branded. Yeah. And, uh, and hell, you can't get any of them anymore. And, uh, it, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I myself, I mean, you know, you never rope at your own branding or that's my, that's, that's my philosophy. Well, that's kind of um, like a pretty well accepted thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, heck, I have enough crap going on. I just don't even, even saddle a horse. I just, uh, you know, I'm busy taking the Brandon buggy around and, and, uh, you know, but, you know, you can't even, I mean, you just, you have a hard time getting enough flankers anymore as you used to, you know, that was the high school kid deal. And, you know, if they knew how to rope, you know, throw them in and rope, but, uh, otherwise they just flanked all day. And <laughs> anymore, I mean, I find myself flanking a fair amount because there's enough guys older than me. I don't want them flanking. And, um, you know, so I, I'm flanking and, <laughs> guy you know and i i'm fine with it you know i i respect the guys and everything and you know they brand and cut and i find kevs but you know that that's how crappy it is you can't find enough younger men to to want to come out and find kevs and and do that kind of stuff so yeah i man i i haven't i couldn't tell you like i i probably couldn't pick out anybody that i know uh, that's in high school in, in Walsh, Colorado anymore. Um, and I, I, like that kind of, you know, uh, it makes me sad a little bit because, uh, like I, I'd love to be back home <clears throat> and hitting the, you know, the Brandon circuit this time of year and just helping everybody. Like just, just because that's, that's, that's the best time of year for, for a guy that Cowboys is, is to just go brand. I don't, 
you know, if I get paid, great. If not, um, you know, I'll, I'll work my work my way around it so so that it's you know you don't go broke just trying to to go rope calves. But like you dang sure try to hit as many of them as you can. And like like I, I don't see myself moving back to back county. I mean, there, there's just there's not much for me there. And but at the same time, like I, I'd still I miss a, I miss Brandon uh, in that part of the world. Oh yeah, no, it's fun. <laughs> you know, I mean, I enjoy it. And, you know, I kind of got you know after my dad passed and everything, I kind of got uh, you know directly promoted from flanker, you know, roper to <laughs> to brander and you know. Running the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, it's fine. And, and, uh, you know, we have great help on the place and everything. And, um, uh, I, uh, you know, I have good guys helping me on the place and, you know, I'm thankful. So, yeah. But, uh, but, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll tell you the honest truth. I mean, uh, I'd rather cut than anything. You know, I, I, I love cutting. Yeah. Know, so I, uh, <laughs> I, I, that, that's one of the best times is sitting around after Brandon and just, and just cleaning nuts. That's, uh, that, that, that was always one of my, my, like my favorite activities is just, uh, just shooting the shit and, uh, you know, cleaning, cleaning, uh, bull calf testicles and, uh, getting ready for, for a nut fry. You know, it's, uh, like that, that, that was always a fun, fun time. Right. Right. <laughs> um, Oh yeah. So like, is Walsh, do they still have a football team or like they're, they playing six man still or, or are they like small enough to where they can't even muster a team? Uh, no, we have a six man football team. I mean, and yeah, I'll probably piss off some of the back County listeners, but, uh, heaven forbid we consolidate with, uh, Springfield and just have a solid eight man football team, you know? Yeah. So like we could have uh, done that, like me, me and Clint Mandela, as far unless you played, uh, you know, uh, flag football in college, but like we have never played 11 man football. Like I, I, I have no frame of reference when it comes to, to playing like an actual game of football. Cause we never had the chance to do that. <laughs> right yeah so uh, yeah we we bus our uh our kids over the mountains to play you know six-man football here and there you know instead of uh consolidating but that's a different subject yeah small, <laughs> small town yeah well yeah and then you you'll you'll cut the music department but you'll you'll keep you'll keep that uh that football budget so you can drive to Sawatch or wherever the fuck. Um, right. So that, uh, the chance that maybe possibly like the, the brother-in-law's uh, cousin of a scout for, you know, some team might be there because like, let's face it. Yeah. No, nobody's going to go watch six man football. Uh, like that's, that's recruiting uh, talent. Uh, they're not going to waste yeah. their time. Well, they can play uh, D three, uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, 
you just roll tape. <laughs> yeah, you roll the tape, and uh, yeah, but like you'll cut your your art and uh, and music program to keep that going, even though like there might be some like actual talent and uh, and stuff in those in those areas. But like, hey, yay sports! Let let's go sports. No. Yeah. Remember yeah. remember like, when they we won state back in two thousand three or whatever? Remember that? Those yeah. are good days. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I think so many uh small towns, you know there's there's never gonna be a professional football or basketball or whatever player come out of here. No, you know, and um, I think you're you're a uh, you know sacrificing a lot of opportunities for the kids um, for having other opportunities for them, mm-hmm. you know. So, <laughs> well, and but, e- even the even the kids that you do have that are talented, say uh, like Darren Cook. Well, he moved to Lamar, so he had to have a better chance of getting seen by by actual scouts like we'd be far better off just making one uh you know back county high school like they do in weld county weld county is a hell of a lot bigger than back county people wise and uh uh, county wise but like they for a for a long time they they had one you know in the rural part of the county like they have one high school and yeah oh yeah yeah, and, and guess what? They're like, there's like some some of the the kids coming out of there had an actual shot at a at a scholarship. Um, but you're the the Mearden twins. Like there there's some of the like there's some really really good basketball players. They they got wrote about in the in the Denver Post, but that's the only attention they got because we're, we're playing two A basketball. No, there's no scout right. that's going to go to two A basketball unless the, the the kids are just freaks. And they, and these guys were good, but they weren't just freaks. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It's yeah. I don't, I don't know how you change that either. Yeah, it's all small town politics. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so. yeah. Eventually, you'll end up with. Uh, with with nothing, I mean that that's kind of kind of what what it ends up as, but uh, I don't know. It's uh yeah. Anyhow, let's uh let's talk about something a little more uh, exciting because the, the world's a little <laughs> the world's a little depressing. But hey, uh, opening day today. Um, maybe the Rockies will beat the Diamondbacks. Uh, or, and then they'll be second to last in the division this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope so. I, you know, I love the Rockies, but uh, I, I, I'm going to have to, you know, I, I'm a Royals fan yeah. over the Rockies. Well, their Royals are not um, in much better shape either. No, they're not. But, you know... <laughs> I was always so pissed off, like around back county, like when the Royals finally won the World Series. Like I saw all these Royals hats, and I was like, "No, I liked them when they sucked." Mm. <laughs> you know? I I kind of worked at like 
Yeah, I, I same way. I adopted the Royals when I lived in Kansas because I couldn't watch the the fucking Rockies because of stupid licensing agreements. Well, yeah, like I'm sure you're the same way. Like, um, well, when I worked at Grant County Feeders, you know, I rode pans like in the summer. Um, you know, we always had the Royals on, mm-hmm. you know, on the radio, and uh, you know. They were so horrible. I mean, every game they talked about the George Brett pine tar issue. Oh, yeah. You know, the, because the, there was nothing going you know, on in the actual game. They had to go back to George yeah. Brett. Yeah. I mean, they talked about the George Brett pine tar issue every game. <laughs> Which, and we, we were like, what, three when that happened? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was, you know, 20 years old or, you know, yeah. 19, 20 years old. Oh, they <laughs> were know, awful. 20 years later. Yeah, but then when they went on that run, man, that was fun. I, I had a, I had oh, a they really enjoyed it all. Like, like, you know, the, like stealing bases and everything. I love the Royals. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, they were scrappy. You know, they had won the series. They, they didn't have any, like, real rock star starting pitchers, but their bullpen was lights out. Like if, if, if you're, if your pitcher could make it to the fifth inning, that's it. That that's good. That's all they needed. They had they had such a good bullpen after that. And uh, oh yeah, they, yeah they did the you know after six it was seven eight nine different yep. pitchers you know and just lights out. Yeah, you know, I love that. Yeah, and they were they were a lot of fun to watch. They they were they were really a National League team playing playing in the American League. You know, like they just played a yeah. lot, a lot of small ball. Um, but it, no, I know. it was fun to watch. And, and I, yeah, I, like I kind of adopted the Royals just because that's who I, who I was able to, to listen to. And I was, you know, typical cowboy type stuff. You're out there by yourself. You're like, you, like I, I would talk to you, you know, fairly often, <clears throat> but still for the, like the vast majority of the day, I didn't talk to anybody. So I'd listen to the Royals. Or when I got home, I'd I'd turn on baseball because, and then I, I would have rather turned on the Rockies, but I couldn't get them, so I turned on the Royals, and and it was and it was a wash at the time because they both they both fucking sucked, um, and then the you know the Rockies made the series the one time, and the Royals made it back to back years, but they actually won one, so like. I don't know. I I I like the Royals. I like the Rockies, and and they both suck this year. So, or it looks like they're going to. So, anyway, happy opening well, day. Yeah, you know, and I love the Rockies. Like, you know, and the Monfords know they don't have to spend money. I mean, because if you ever been to Coors Field, oh, it's awesome. I mean, it's beautiful, and it, it, it's like a party atmosphere, mm-hmm. and. You have the mountains in the background, and it's just fun to be there. You know. Well, the thing that pisses and, me off and, is they say that they are they're fans of the game, and I'm like, no, you're not. You are not. You have one of the best stadiums in the country. You you have a a city in Denver that wants to be a baseball town, and you do nothing to actually be a good baseball team. You have a great experience. Except for the team. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, 
they just don't want to invest anything, but they know they don't have to. I know. And that, know? that's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, they're, they're making money elsewhere and, and the Rockies are just like the Rockies are kind of a cash cow because they, it's, it's a, it's a baseball town and, and people will go even if they, they have a shitty team. So it doesn't, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. So I have a bet for you. Okay. Um, Russell Wilson is uh, is throwing out the first pitch. Oh, have mm. you heard this? What's uh, what's the odds on that? Do you know? Well, so no, he is. It's oh, confirmed. Okay. So, is he going to throw a heater like ninety mile an hour fastball, or is he going to just soft lob it in? Um. You know, I, I I'm gonna go. He he's gonna go like just enough heat on it to uh, where it looks kind of cool, but not enough to where like he like he's not gonna he's not gonna throw 90s, but like he might be in that like 82 83 range because like th- this guy got drafted as a pitcher like the the dude can can pitch, um, but he's you also like. like Capper- He's like the ultimate cheese ball too. So like he he is he's a corporate quarterback if there ever was one. Well, that's right. But like Kaepernick, like did you ever see when he threw out a pitch? Like it was like ninety mile an hour. Um, I I watched some of his stuff when he pitched in uh in college, but I didn't know I didn't see like the first pitch. But I yeah that dude that dude's got a cannon. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm betting that uh, Wilson, you know, Russell Wilson just kind of soft lobs it in. Yeah. You know, but when he could like throw the heat, yeah, throw the cheddar. You know, you, you know. know he can. And but I I think yeah. I think he's gonna Disneyfy it. It's gonna be like, like I said, like eighty two, eighty three, just fast enough to where it looks really good, but like he doesn't have to take that risk of like. Uh, hitting the cage or, or something, which I would love. I, I would love that even more. Like if, if he if he just threw a hundred and you know like as, as hard as he could and missed everything, I would love that. Um, but he's, okay. he's probably going to be like yeah, eighty two, eighty three. Maybe maybe he'll hit eighty five and is going to be just like right down the middle, real pretty. And uh, but but because he's just a cheese ball like. Disney character almost. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but well, I, I, yeah, I bet we win some some Super Bowls with him. Oh, I know. No, I think it's good. You know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like Russell Wilson as a as a person, but as a quarterback, dude's pretty fucking good. Yeah, you know, before they drafted him, I was kind of hot on this. Uh, oh, Matt Carell guy out mm-hmm. of Ole Miss, but um. I don't know, you know. I think it's good. I, I I wish Denver could actually like draft a good quarterback, you know, and like have a generational deal. But I know, like heck, they like they should have done with Josh Allen. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's, I'm yeah. still I'm still bitter over that. Like, you know, like because Wyoming is 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 one of our big rivals, but I actually I really like Wyoming and I. I like I like UW and I always enjoyed the border war, 
because we'd talk a whole bunch of shit, but we'd get drunk. And, uh, and then after the game, we'd go to the bar and, or go to the house party. And it was, it was just nothing but, but good old boys, you know, it was just like, it was a really good rivalry. And so I, I loved Josh Allen and Josh Allen was almost begging to be a Bronco and fucking Elway didn't even go to his pro day. I know. And yeah, that was a joke. I mean, they, they, they now should look at him. It. Now look at it. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I like to watch the Chiefs play. I mean, just, I think Mahomes is awesome. Oh, you that, know? that dude's I, a I just stud. To watch him play. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I was rooting for the Bills in that. That was the best football game I've ever watched. That, that was Bills, uh, that was an awesome football. And the Bills defense, my God, they just collapsed there at the end. Like I know, I know Mahomes and the Chiefs were good, but like. The Bills really played good defense up until the fourth quarter, and they just—I mean, my God—they—they they were awful. Right, right. Like Josh Allen played yeah, his I fucking mean, nuts off, and uh, and it, yeah, his defense gave it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I—I I don't know. I—I I enjoyed. I don't know. I—I I was rooting for the Bills because just. They had a crappy run there, you know, oh, know. With the, you know, in the nineties and everything. I was, I was kind of rooting for the Bills, so I know. I, I, well, and and Bills no. Mafia. How, how do you not like Bills Mafia? Those guys are insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suplexing guys through like, you know, uh, garbage cans and like, you know, tables. Oh, I know. <laughs> like it was the like I. You'll see videos of. uh of some Bills fan with a, with a Josh Allen jersey and a and a newborn kid and just like breaking him through a little like a little miniature uh, folding table and, was, and you guys you guys are clowns but I love it I like I I love Bills Mafia yeah <laughs> like they're they're they're, uh, they're the rednecks of New York and they're proud of it yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know. But it, I mean, yeah, it's, I, it's uh, a good fit for for Josh Allen. Like, I I, I really like that kid a lot. Oh, I know. Yeah, I think he's great. You know, and just a stud. Hell, he can run. He's a big guy too. Oh, I know. You know? And, and so. I like once again, um, if El- Elway was thinking at all, like, like that, that guy wanted to be a Bronco. Like, he, he would fit in perfect. Like, he would have been a fan favorite from day one. Like you, that was your guy, uh-huh. and you just you didn't even look at him, right? I yeah. mean, like you, you took a flyer on Paxton Lynch, but not Josh Allen. Like oh, my my God, talk about turd that Paxton Lynch. Oh. That guy's an idiot. Oh, he, an idiot. he was he was awful, awful, and <laughs> and, and these like coming out of college, these were basically the same guy, except. Josh Allen was begging to be a to be a Bronco, and everybody else said like like a lot of people said he should have been the number one pick. And looking back at it now, he probably should have been. Uh, yeah, but because I think who because it was like Baker Mayfield or no, was, yeah, Baker Mayfield and um, who's that dude from the the Giants? Oh shit! The, Hell, there was a. 
Oh, that snobby guy from a. Uh, oh. Oh, right, the UCLA he guy. Arizona. Yeah, the I forget his name, but I think he's out of the league now. Yeah, yeah, he was a real snob. And then, uh, um, and then that uh, whoever the Giants drafted, um, Jones. Oh. Or maybe he was later on. Uh, maybe he was a, a, a different draft class. But there was... Oh, and Lamar Jackson was in that draft class, too. We we passed on Lamar Jackson, yeah. too. Well, yeah, hell, he went, like, late in the draft, or in the first round, like, yeah. 28 or something. Something like that. Yeah, Baltimore traded up to get him. and uh, Yeah, like, you know you're not going to have that guy for, for long term, but, man, when, when he's there, the guy can make some shit happen. And, eh. We passed on that guy. We passed on Josh Allen, and uh, and we even passed on the on the snobby dude. I can't remember that guy's name, but um, I just right. remember, I remember Big Al uh, from when he was still doing the drive with uh, with D Mac. Like he was pounding the table on Lamar Jackson. He was pounding the table on Alvin Kamara, and uh, look at him now. Like we're like, yep. Yeah, Big Al should probably be some sort of scout, like a, a well-paid scout. Like that, that guy can, can spot some talent. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. I uh, you know, I love watching the draft, but I guess you know the Broncos ain't going to be in you know in the first round this year. But I, I kind of like watching it. But. Yeah, uh, I don't know anybody that's in the like. I I just didn't watch any college football this year, and uh, so I, I don't know who's in it. <clears throat> um, I I do like what they did in in free agency. I wish they would have signed another offensive lineman, but um, yeah, I mean it, it. It's it's already looking better without Elway calling the shots, like. Oh, for sure. Leave for sure. leave Elway there as as like the king type figure. You know, he he just has to be a figurehead. And then if you if you need his uh, his clout to get a uh, Peyton Manning to come over, well then he's like, hey John, you know, brush up. Like we're, we got we got to go get this guy. And and Elway is good at that, but everything else he was not great at. Right, right, yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> Well, you know, I was so disappointed. Like, I went through uh, Manhattan um, all this last weekend, uh, which, you know, it's a little bit off the interstate. But, uh, you know, like, Lauren's like, why are we going to Manhattan and, you know, our old college town? You know, her and I are both K-Staters and, and, uh, you know, grab a burger or something. And uh, I was like, "Ah, I don't know, you know, and. Hell, it was fun going back into college town, but it's amazing how much it call you, you know from when you left college, oh, how much it changes. You know? Man, I I don't recognize but, Fort Collins at all. Oh, I know. You know what makes me so aggravated is like the Big Twelve, and I'm so pissed off that like CSU doesn't try to make more of a push to try to get into that. You know, but. They missed the boat. Well, and, and yeah, at this point, it's like it, there's no point. The Big Twelve is basically dead. Yeah, I mean, you know, hell, we, we added like Florida Atlantic or something now, and uh, Houston and Cincinnati, and 
yeah, I don't know. It, it's so aggravating. Like, I was so pissed off when, like, CU left. Oh, uh, I know. That was awful. That, that, it was CU and Nebraska and, and who, uh, Missouri that left the Big yeah, 12. You know, yeah, I mean, and hell, that was like the Big 12 used to be all the big ag schools, mm-hmm. you know, and now it's not. It's just kind of like, well, whatever, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, hey, um, I don't know. I got to take a leak real bad. So let me let me pause this and uh, we'll, we'll be back. Okay. All right. Are you paused? All right, I'm back. All right. Are we on line? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Is it playing? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm actually really excited about uh, football this year. Like, I'm, I'm not excited at all about baseball. Uh, they... Like, I, I don't know what happened with their, like, collective bargaining deal, but, um, like, I just, I don't know. I'm not excited about baseball at all. But, like, there's a bunch of shakeup in the NFL, and, like, I, I'm intrigued to see how it all plays out. Like, I'm also intrigued to see if Brady's still got it in him. And, and actually, I kind of hate Brady again, and I like that. Well, I know. Like, I, like, I liked Brady when he went to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, kind of what he pulled, like the Jordan, oh, I'm not retired or like the Brett Favre. Oh yeah. no, I'm, I'm back. Like, I'm just like, oh my word, you know? Yeah. Um, well, and just like, can, you know, can something in your life not be a publicity stunt? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so like now, now I kind of hate Brady again, but also like, I know he's going to be good, and that's that's good for the NFL. So yeah, whatever. Right, right. And and, and it feels better yeah. not not having to like Brady anymore because they're they're the those last couple of years. You're just like fuck. <sighs> I kind of like the guy. I can't help it. Like you know, he's. Uh, I can't help but like him, and you're just like, yep, he <clears throat> he is that good. 
But then, yeah, then he, he retires right. and then unretires and they're like, mm, mm, yeah, I still don't like you. I like, and, and I, like, I feel better about that. <laughs> is, is Gronk going to be back with the Bucks? I'm not for sure. <laughs> I, I saw a clip on Twitter that like he was on, um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel and, uh, it's fun. Does anybody actually watch that show anymore? Oh, I don't. I, mean, uh, I don't ever watch late night. You know, I loved when late night was just, I mean, they made fun of everybody. Like yeah. Republicans, Democrats, everything. Well, I, I love the just Daily like Show make fun of- when, uh, when Jon Stewart was on the Daily Show. And I loved uh, Colbert when he did the Colbert Report when he was just playing a character. But now, like, I watched a couple episodes of uh, Jon Stewart's new show on, on Apple TV, and it sucks. Uh, Colbert is just nothing but a mouthpiece for the Democratic Party, and that sucks. Uh, like, I, like, I honestly thought comedy was dead for a while, but um, I, I will tell you, if you got HBO, The Righteous Gemstones is so funny. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So it's John Goodman, uh, Danny McBride, and uh, the dude. Did you ever watch that show, Workaholics? No, no. But Danny McBride is hilarious. Oh, so. he and he's uh, so they're they're a family of uh, Southern televangelists, like like super church type uh, preachers. But Danny McBride uh, is still Danny McBride. Like he's he's basically Kenny fucking Powers as a as a Southern televangelist, like money grabber minister. And it it is it's some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. And it's like it's a new show. Like and so it gives me hope that comedy is not all the way dead. You know, at least on like yeah. as far as TV goes. Like I mean, stand up is still going strong, but. But like funny shows, like and in movies, like it's been forever since we had a good comedy. Oh yeah, you know, hey, I gotta get your opinion on the. <laughs> you, you, you might shake your head at this the the Will Smith slapping. Oh fuck! Issue. You know the the worst that- the worst part of it is nobody stood up and and said, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing?" Like this guy is yeah. getting paid to tell jokes at an award show, which you are receiving an award at. You know he's telling jokes. Like you don't, you don't do that. And and if you do, you get kicked out. But no, he goes up and slaps the dude, and then he receives an, an Academy Award and gives like a five minute speech. What the fuck is going on? Like, where are where where are the men at? Like, some dude should have like grabbed him by his his collar and escorted him out of the room. Well, yeah, like you know, I mean, props to Chris Rock for. I mean, if I would have been him, I would have, you know, punched him right back in the face. I wouldn't have slapped him, you know. Yeah, but uh, but uh. You know, it's just a microcosm of, you know, the woke community on like free speech, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and uh, it, it wasn't even that mean of a joke or anything. 
it wasn't even I that think good it's of a joke. Like it, it just it, no, it was a shitty joke. <laughs> and 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 I, like I don't I don't fault Chris Rock at all. Um, like most of us probably would have fought back, but you also got to remember, like Will Smith's a big dude. Like he played a very convincing version of Muhammad Ali in a movie. Like he, yeah, and and Chris Rock's like five five. I mean, like. I don't know. Like, I, I don't. I don't expect him to do much in that situation. And he also refrained from just like unleashing like comedic hell on on Will Smith, which I kind of wish he would have done. I, I really, you know, like the, the the common joke is like, you know, you know, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, or keep other dudes' dicks out your wife's fucking mouth. Um, yeah, but he didn't do that. He did. And, but also like he just got slapped by a much bigger dude at the fucking Academy Awards, like at the Oscars. Like it, it was, I don't know. Like I, I hate talking about it because I, like I just, I kind of despise all of Hollywood. Uh, but I love the fact that people tuned in to watch that slap and nothing else from the, from the Oscars. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but like that—that's just. The thing. I mean, of course, I never really watched that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, nor the like the late night shows. I mean, I used to love. I mean, Leno. I loved Leno. Leno you know, was good. Uh, and I, I mean, I like Conan he, he, he too. Threw it on both sides. Yeah, and I, and I like Conan uh, because Conan was just funny. I got. I mean, like. Yeah. I mean, he was. They're they're all going to be left leaning, but. Um. I don't know. I don't know. Like that now nowadays, like Jimmy Fallon is just I, I don't know, like what that that guy's doing. And then Jimmy Kimmel is just straight up propaganda at this point. And and this is the dude that used to host the man show. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's wild. Yeah. It, yeah, it's uh <laughs> Yeah, I uh I you know, I, I don't even watch late night shows anymore. Yeah. Um I, I watch very I, little I mean, TV I, anymore. It's just yeah. Like uh, I I watch yeah. uh you know, it's everything's on streaming, but now now streaming's become like cable cuz you know you got to have this package and this package. Uh South Park does uh in one of their specials, you know, when they're like uh you know Applebee's plus Max um you know everything everything's a max or a plus apple tv plus hbo max <laughs> yeah. well see i see i still i i can't stream everything cuz i'm i'm old man enough that i i want to get my local news <laughs> and i i really do like to get my local news in the morning cuz i i hate watching the national you know the national news oh you know they're, they're all garbage like Fox, CNN, MSNBC—they're just, just nothing but garbage. Yeah. So I, 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 I but also I, I get all the you know cattle auctions mm-hmm. uh, on like Dish Network or, or uh, yeah, Dish Network, and uh, yeah. So I just uh, you know I enjoy that, but uh, so I I tend to watch, you know we we have like Roku and everything, but. <laughs> You know, I I watch a uh, Curse of Oak Island. Have you ever watched that show? Um, no, that was the uh, the History Channel one, wasn't it? 
Well, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I won't explain the whole story, but there's something there. But they just, I don't know, like 300 years ago, 400 years ago, they buried a treasure down there. Mm-hmm. And there's proof that there's maybe something down there. But, you know, these dudes are, are digging for this treasure. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be the you know, I don't know, a bunch of gold or Ark of the Covenant or something. But, uh, you know, I, I watch it with my wife and she gets fed up and just goes to bed. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, they're about to find something. <laughs> and, no, no, they don't. They they, no. they, they find a, a a rock that might contain a little bit of gold or something yeah. but it's it's like it, uh it's like axman you're just like it cuts the commercial break and they're like it is uh are they gonna come to blows and then no they never do they never do like they, yeah. the guy either gets fired or uh they they hug it out and then that the show keeps on going it's like oh god damn it you got me again they, they blow it out yeah <laughs> yeah exactly uh, uh bro uh, see i <laughs> South Park uh let me get your take on this I, I think you'll you'll you're pretty much in agreement with me like South Park might be the best political commentary of all time like because and just how how they they made that show is so fucking genius cuz they they're like this shit is as easy enough for for a kid. So like we're going to have our main characters be kids, but they're living in an adult world and then they show how stupid the adults are because at the end of the episode you think the adults are finally going to catch on and then no, they go a completely different way. And and they just they they never like they never pull any punches. Whoever is being the retard, that's who they that's who they talk shit on. And uh, yeah. it, it's some of the the smartest political commentary out there, and it and it's from a, an an adult cartoon that specializes in dick jokes and fart humor. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, it's true. You know, it, it, it's the world we live in too. Yeah. So. Oh, it, it's it's just so funny. Like, uh, like there there's been several, and it's 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 almost like The Simpsons. You know, like The Simpsons did it. Uh. But like, man, like when 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 they had um, um, Mr. Garrison as as Donald Trump, and I was, and now like especially as like you see Trump now, where he's just like, if if you don't agree that the the twenty twenty election uh, election was a hundred percent rigged, he's not gonna endorse you, and uh, and like he was, you know, he just like that. That's his thing now, and and and. It's just almost like exactly how how they they put out Mr. Garrison, where it's just like, no, 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 fuck him all to death, fuck him all to death, and then uh, and then he just doesn't want to do anything. Like I it just there, there's it's uncanny how how good the, they have their pulse on on the, you know on America. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh. I don't know. I, I'm I'm about to hang a, a "Let's Go Brandon" sign from my cake bin. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <So. laughs> uh, Joe Joe Biden's almost like I almost feel bad for the guy. Like 
Because you're just like, he shouldn't be there. Like, I, I don't, it's, there, there's nothing redeeming about the guy. But he he's a confused old man. And, like, I just feel bad. Like, they're just, like, dragging him out there and and, uh, and pumping him full of cocaine or whatever the fuck they, they, got, they got going in him. And you're just like, ah. Can you just let him be in a like a, a dumb old bastard in peace and, and not have him be like the, the leader of the free world. <sighs> oh yeah. 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 It's just, uh, it just shows a lot of weakness in my opinion. You oh, know, all of it. Uh, it just, but like, it just shows how, how neither side really has a, has a plan either like it's just like their their plan is to keep the other side out of out of, uh out of power like the yeah. whole the whole thing behind joe biden was like hey people know who joe biden is because he was just a vice president and um fuck donald trump so let's get this guy in and now he's in yeah. they're like oh fuck what now what now they, yeah. they, this guy is shitting himself in front of the pope <laughs> what yeah. do we do now? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, uh, you know, it just baffles me how old these people are. Oh, like, I know. When you look back at, like, uh, our founders, how young they were. Like, uh, Jefferson, what, what, he was, like, his early 30s, wasn't he? When I he think so. The, Late 20s, early 30s, if I remember right. Yeah, I mean, you know, and yeah, there's so many, you know, able-bodied people and smart people um, yeah. that they could run for office. And I, I do not know why we don't have term limits, but they're never going to vote themselves out. No, and um, then, but also, like, I don't even know if that makes that much of a difference because you look, go state by state. California has term limits. And look at how bad that state is. They've had term limits for a long time. And and so well, like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have them. I'm just saying like I don't even know what what how much good that does. Right. And right. Uh, it's just like oh like we we have to like we we have to start just stripping power away because like the more power the government has, the more the more incentive is it is for some big company to come in and be like, Hey, uh, vote this regulation through and we'll pretend to fight it because it's bad for our industry, but it's not bad for us. It's bad for like the smaller guys that are trying to break into the industry. Like, let, let's do that. Um, and like the, and the more and more they come in swine where like Dick Cheney was the CEO of Halliburton. And then became president and started two wars. And Halliburton made so much money off of that. And uh, and now his daughter is like, you know, they hated him when he was in office. And now his daughter is still a Republican, but she's being like made, a, you know, like the, the lion of, uh, of the Republican Party by the Democrats. And it's like, ah, and it's, and it all leads back to, to just money, money and power. And it's, ah, it's so gross. All of it is fucking gross. And I don't even know where you start. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, which I'm, I'm extremely pro Trump. Um, just because I, I think he was exposing a lot of that stuff. Well, and, 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 and even a lot of, there's a lot of times I don't even think he meant to, but he just said this, the, the shit out loud that you're not supposed to say out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, and I, I honestly think that he upset, you know, upset the apple cart on, <laughs> on both sides of the aisle. Uh, well, obviously they both, like know. they, he, he did, he pissed a lot of people off because, uh, I've I've never seen anything like that before. Like you know, the like the right wing came after Obama pretty hard, but nothing like they came after Trump. Like man, like that that was something different. Right. Yeah, I uh you know, I I I just uh you know in my opinion <laughs> I you know uh Trump was the right asshole at the right time. Yeah. And, uh, and I, 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 I wish we would have had four more years, you know? Well, so, I think, but. I think so too. I, and I, I give him a lot of shit and, uh, and I think, I think deservedly so. But at the same time, whew, like I, like a, I was saying, I was, I forget who I was talking to. Um, but back in the, the the golden days of Trump, when the, when we had some uh, some spare running cash, um, like it was it was a lot it was a lot easier to to grow a business. I know that like uh, like there's a lot of shit that if we had Trump prices back, um, I could do a lot more stuff with this podcast. Just you know, just because we had we had a little more cash in our pocket and. Uh, uh, as much much shit as I give the guy, man, I I I'd far rather have him in office. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's hard to gauge. You know, uh, like uh, if you have to go in and pay for for gas, like, all right, how many gallons does my tank hold? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, uh, sixty might do it. Uh, no. No, more like, more like ninety. You yeah, know, for a hundred. Yeah, and well now so. like, yeah, the 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 one I'm driving now has got like a forty gallon tank, and that thing hasn't been completely full in a, in a little bit. You know, like <laughs> I used to, I used to fill that thing all the way, and uh, that that was like a two week deal of uh, commuting back to work, back and forth to work, and uh, yeah, now like. I, I punch in 125 and that that's it. Like that, that that's my budget for the week. And like, yeah, fuck. Like what was it? It was like, Oh, Oh eight, Oh nine. When, uh, when gas got around $4 a gallon, uh, like that. Yeah. I remember that. that yeah. Th- this is, yeah, this is worse than that. Oh yeah. Well, and, you know, like fertilizer and, and, uh, you know, just like, you know, cake and protein, like for cattle. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I, I prefer like cake for cattle, but, you know, it's become more feasible. I mean, tease your own, but I mean, I'm, I'm about to switch back to, or switch over to, to tubs, you know, um, 
just because it's it's just not. I mean, you know, some of this cakes running, you know, in our country, like uh, I contracted some for cheaper, but I think uh, current price is like four forty, four fifty a ton hmm. for cake. So yeah, that's yeah, that, it, it's getting it's getting to be almost unmanageable. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, and that's why, like, you know, that, you know, your conversation earlier with, like, uh, Corbett Wall, I mean, that, you know, it, it just, uh, what aggravates me so much is, like, you know, I was up in the mountains a couple weeks ago. Um, oh, we kind of had a nice weather, and we were kind of slowing down with Kevin, and we went up there, and, um, you know, uh, uncooked ribeye was like, and it wasn't even a good ribeye. I was in a, like a little grocery store mm-hmm. and it was like 20 bucks. Oh yeah. And, uh, and I was like, who would, you know, and, and this sounds really bad, but like, you know, if I wasn't in the cattle business, why would you pay for that? Like, you know, Pork is really good, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and you, you can feed a family like for that twenty bucks. You can buy you know that many pork chops for like your wife and you and your kids. You know, yep. And and it's so sad is like none of that money is on that on that ribeye is going back to any ranch or anything. You know, and it's just draining rural America Mm. uh, of its wealth, you know. Um, And that's why you're seeing all these towns dry up. Like we were talking about like small towns and everything, like no kids and schools and everything. Yeah. Well, that's why is there's no wealth going back into rural America. You know, and I mean, I'm totally free market, but I'm all about just a fair playing field. You know, yeah. Well, and uh, you know, and I'll, uh, you know, like me and Aaron talked, and and I thought Aaron did a really fucking good job on that, uh, on that. Like he he did his research and 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 listened to several uh, of uh, Corbett's episodes and and read the bill, and I thought he had some really really good questions coming from you know like an outside perspective. Um, Oh, I thought that was great. That you had like kind of a city guy yeah. talking. You well, know. and and for for as many dick jokes as me and Aaron uh, tell, you know, like we're both pretty smart guys and and, and have kind of know this stuff pretty well. And uh, and so yeah, like as you saw, like we can we can turn on like the serious mode. I I I still haven't been able to turn on the filter a whole lot, but. Uh, <laughs> but as uh but that that's the great thing about Corbett is he he has he don't have much of a filter either and uh right um now i i really really enjoyed that that conversation and and i i i think Corbett did too and i'd love to have him him back on uh you know like i he you know he he agreed to it anyways but uh like i i look forward to like I don't know if it'll be a regular type deal, but just like when, when something catches my mind, you know, like there's something big happening. Like it's good to know that guy and like, 
uh, there, there was a reason I asked him to go back to the beginning of how this thing started. And, and I, I wasn't for sure how, how well he would do, but my God, he, he knows this shit in and out. And, uh, I, I just like, I, man, he did, he did a great job too. Like Aaron had some really great questions. I thought I had some good questions and I think Corbett, uh, from, you know, especially from a historical background and, and how we got to where the fuck we're at now, man, he did a fucking awesome job. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I that court wall, I, I think he's, he's great. I mean, you know, I grew up listening to Evan Slack mm-hmm. and, uh, on the radio and, uh, I, I like, you know, Corbett wall is just a breath of fresh air. Uh, not that Evan Slack was bad, but he, he gives his opinion. You know, yeah. it's something shitty or or whatnot, and and uh, I just appreciate that a lot. So, yeah, but no. of course, uh, Evan Slack was on AM radio and everything. Right. So right, but hey, but, AM radio may not be a thing for much longer. FM radio may not be a thing for much longer, and and that's that's why I I. I you know, I made that point on to, to Corbett that like you, you really should have this as a podcast, and uh, and I, I visited with him a little bit afterwards, and uh, and he he's got a reason that he doesn't because like he wants it to, to be relevant and to not like the the YouTube setting uh, works a little bit better for him because it you know puts his his newest uh, videos up front and then that they get the most traction but it's the same way with podcasts like your your newest every day your your newest uh episode is gonna generate the most downloads and um uh-huh. and and you know from experience like as far as like a guy being on the go a podcast is way better than than youtube because you could just hit play put your phone in your pocket and forget about it but if you're if you if you're playing on YouTube, you got to make sure, like, uh, and especially if like you're working outside and you get a little sweaty, and then like you get some sweat on your on your screen, it's gonna pause it, and then it's gonna lock your phone, and then you got to unlock your phone, and then you got to hit play again, and it's and it's very much a first world problem, but it's a, uh, it's it's fucking annoying. Well, yeah, like you know, I I don't have a new enough take wagon that uh has bluetooth but i have like a bluetooth fm transmitter deal mm-hmm. uh off amazon that i throw in the cigarette lighter and uh you know it's not even on english i think it's on like korean or some language but uh whenever it speaks whatever i i know that it's hooked up to, <laughs> to the bluetooth <laughs> so i'm good to go <laughs> anyway, yeah but uh but that's the nice thing is then, you know, I just, you know, turn it on and, you know, I can be feeding cattle and, you know, listen to Corbett Wall or, or whoever. So Yeah. But, burn it burning daylight, goddammit. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just teasing. No, we uh No, no, you're you're a usual listen, so <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. No, like and uh like I, I like McKenzie's uh program a lot too. I like I, I really I got Oh, she on, does a great job. I she's, I, I listen she's to knowledgeable and smart and 
and quick and and concise and right to the point. Like she very rarely goes over ten minutes, and I, I know that because I, you know, I post all those uh, to to my feed. Uh, you know, after after she posts them to Facebook, and uh, but I but I like I like her style, um, and I and I probably listen to more of her. Well, I know I listen to more of her episodes than I do my own. Like I I don't. I don't often go back and like listen through the full episode. I uh, just go back and make sure the sound quality is good. But I uh, like I put hers on when I'm feeding horses, and uh, like I, I don't know. I, I just think she does a good job. Um, and then um, Jen Hill is uh, doing her. Uh, she's doing a Black Hereford podcast. Uh, we're we're kind of doing it through trying to build like a little uh podcast network and um so so we got that going on and i'm like i don't know there there's a couple other people i i think would be good if i can convince them to do a podcast but i'm not ready to take on any more work uh on on my end on just yet so but i don't know like I, I just want to, like, I want to turn my, my feed into, like, I've got a pretty decent audience going and I think it's going to grow a lot more. Like, I, I'm going to try to get on to, uh, as a guest on some bigger podcasts and help, help grow this thing. Um, but I, I'd love to just, like, every day of the week or, you know, at least Monday through Friday, have something new on, on my channel, whether it's, something I put out or if it's McKenzie or, or, or Jen or, or somebody else, but like just for, for the ag type people, just have something good, like good content every, every day of the week, you know, like if, if nothing else, you can, you can go to burn daylight and, and find a good episode. And that, so that's kind of what I'm, my goal is. Heck yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. So, well, I, like, Go ahead. Oh no! Sorry. Go ahead. I uh, say so yeah. That, that's uh, we're working on it, and there's 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 some people that I like. I kind of got in mind to to do some stuff, but it's uh, I don't know. Yeah. Once you start doing it, you you find out it's more work than you thought. Right. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Yeah, that's not like anything. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it creates its own monster. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, how's that? How's the boys doing? I haven't, I haven't seen your, your boys in, well, I think your, your younger one. I don't know if I've, I've met him yet, but, um, they're getting big. I imagine. No. Oh gosh. Yeah. The, yeah. Brig, hell, he's, he's five. And then, uh, Dax, he's, he's, uh, three, but, uh, oh gosh, they're honorary as hell. <laughs> yeah, I, but uh, but they're just they're at that age five and three. They they learned how to fight with each other. So oh, perfect, perfect. Break up a lot of fights. Well, they <laughs> well, they probably stopped shitting themselves at this point. So that that's uh, at least they're not fighting and shitting at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot better. Yeah, they <laughs> they've kind of quit that. <laughs> but, uh, oh. You know, I, I I didn't align myself real good. Like, uh, oh, you know, I have a a good broke horse, but uh, you know, he's huge. He's like a 
well, you've probably seen him. Yeah, your smoky horse. horse ride. Yeah. Well, no, uh, Mickey. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Yeah. He, yeah. Hell, he's he's huge, and and uh, well, he's just so big for even a kid's horse that uh, you know, Laura and I pretty well had just like a you know a broke horse, and then like Colt. <laughs> so we're, we're kind of trying to figure out how to get some like kids horses around or something. Oh um, man. Just, just, wait, wait it out a few months because I think the horse market's going to crash pretty hard here. Oh, well that, that's my problem. I'd rather spend money on, on cattle than I would horses. Mm. I, I'm sorry, but <laughs> no, just, well, that, that's, that's that, you're a rancher, not a cowboy. So it, uh, it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like the, the horse market has been absolutely ridiculous the last couple of years, ever since COVID. I, man, that, that is one area where I, I was so wrong. I, like, I thought nobody was going to spend money on horses during this thing, but man, I, I, I got so far behind the ball that like, I, horses got out of my range, but uh, like, I can see pretty quick like uh alfalfa is running about 400 bucks a ton right now and um yeah you're gonna start seeing some horses get uh unloaded for pretty cheap i think yeah i don't it, it's baffled me the prices like uh you know you see like prices of horses up there that uh billings livestock oh man uh, yeah you know and uh, uh, I, I'm just shocked, and I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'll probably pass off a lot of your listeners. There's nothing I hate worse than going to a horse sale. <laughs> I mean, I love going to a bull sale. Yeah, you know, but uh, because bam, every thirty seconds they sell. You know, a horse sale they gotta. It takes five minutes, or six minutes, or ten minutes to sell a damn horse. You know, and uh, I uh, and I I just I guess each your own, but I I guess I'm a rancher. <laughs> I I, uh, I just would way rather buy bulls than I would a horse. <laughs> so anyway, no, I it's I mean that's just how it is. I mean, there's no shame in it. You're you're a rancher, not a cowboy, and. But I, uh, no, I, I've only been to a handful of, of horse sales in my life and I, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't mind going to, to a cow sale. Um, I like going to bull sales. Bull sales are pretty fun. Um, <clears throat> most horse sales, uh, like, like sure enough, like legit horse sales outside of just like the auction, you know, your, your standard auction barn. Uh, I can't afford those horses, so I I don't have much fun at them. Like the, the those those big horse sales, they're they're for people. They, they ain't for cowboys. They're they're for they're for uh, for rich right. folks. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, but I, well, I mean, I don't mind seeing them just run through the auction. I like I kind of like watching that. But yeah, like a a legit, sure enough, horse sale. Mm, everything's out of my price range. Right, right. I know. Yeah, and I, I honestly, in my opinion, I'd rather just buy, have a two-year-old and just know what I'm getting instead of a 
you know, stack of lies. And, yeah. Uh, you know, that, that's honestly how I view buying a horse anymore. And well, at least, you know, yeah, and like you, you get to some of those breeders, and they couldn't tell you what that horse looks like, but they can tell you their papers. And like, I like I, I get that whole deal. Like, uh, you, you can't write a set of papers, but fuck, you can you can sell the shit out of them. Um, but at, but at some point, I want to know what that horse is going to do because I'm going to be on that horse's back at some point. So, right. Like, I, I, I want to know what I got. I like. And at some point, the the papers just kind of like I, I don't care that much. It's like I I want to know what the horse is. But um, are you still? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. Um, <clears throat> anyhow, yeah, it's uh, it's wild. Um, where where do you uh? Where where do you think the cattle market's going uh, in the next like you know three four or five years? Well, I think twenty three is going to be good. I mean, uh, if everybody has enough grit and money and wherewithal to put their cattle uh, through this drought, because I mean this drought is that's bad. You know, yeah. I mean, hell, it's it's not just southern plains. It's it's I mean. It's kind of everywhere. And, yeah, it's everywhere. And, I mean, and, uh, you know, politics aside, I mean, yeah, it'd be wonderful if they pass all that stuff and, and uh, that contract library and, and all that. But, you know, those those packers, you know, and, and you know, I, I agree, you know, there is a cattle cycle, roughly, mm. and it's about a 10-year cycle. And, uh, you look at, you, you look at when prices were real good, you know, that was, uh, you know, 14 bull market, you know? Um, and you know, I think we're coming kind of back around there and it's kind of cause of drought and everything, Yep. you know, um, you know, their heifer retention is, is way down. Uh, and I, I honestly think that, I don't know if we're going to see, I think, I think calf prices are going to be better this year. Um, the only thing is, is corn, you know, I mean, corn prices and this Ukraine thing, but shit, you got to give these guys something to, to, to feed fat cattle. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you got to throw them a bone and even the Packers know that. Yep. And, uh, so I, I think they're, you know, the Packers, they don't care if you're, you know, mouse below water. They just want to keep your nose above water, yep. you know, and they're, they're going to make damn sure their nose is above water, even these feed yards to keep them mm. wanting to feed cattle. Um, so I, I do think calf prices are going to be up a little bit, but I, I think 23 is going to be really interesting because I think that's when it all comes to a head. Um, you know, especially from last year, you know, there was enough early weaned calves that our inventory is not quite showing up yet. Um, you know, those guys were up north, were able to wean off enough calves um, early that I don't think it screwed up the inventory too much. But 
I think 23 is going to really show, show where it's at, you know, and yeah. it's going to kind of come to a head. And I, I, I think, I think Kef, I think that's when things might get good. It's just if, if you can fight through the drought and not try to bankrupt yourself trying to feed these cattle through a drought. Yeah. So. Well, and if, but, if we're going, you know, like a, on the, on an exact like 10 year cycle. So we, we probably got another tough year ahead of us and that's, and then, you know, and that's when rain, rain hits and, and, and stuff kind of turns around. But yeah, it's, uh, I, I think, I don't know. Like you, you, you kind of have the, the same view on, on economics as I do. And like, we're, we're due for something, something big to happen. And it, like, it's probably not gonna, it's not gonna feel good. I know that. I don't know if it's going to be disastrous, but it could be. Um, right. but at the very least, yeah. at the very least, it's not going to be fun. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, you know, we were talking earlier. I think a guy just needs to be conservative. And I don't know. I mean, I could be completely wrong. You know, if I was right and a good market analyst, I mean, I wouldn't be doing what I was doing. I'd be shitting in tall cotton and selling a real fancy ranch. And I don't know, the sand hills in Nebraska where it rains all the time. And you dig a post hole and you hit water. Yeah, know? no shit. So. Or, yeah. Or you move down to some some foreign country like Uruguay or something and, uh, and just buy all the land, you know, just buy the country yeah. essentially. Right. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Like e- even if you go back to like the economics we learned in, in high school, and uh, like I, I tend to learn, lean more towards, uh, like the Austrian school economics nowadays, but, um, like you just look at, at how how inflated the 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 US dollar is and then now like you got Putin uh like you know calling Europe's uh bluff with uh with his oil and saying you're gonna buy in rubles like that's a big step towards making the US dollar almost worthless and uh and, Man, like we're we're looking we're looking at a hyperinflation situation if uh, if things don't go our way. Yeah. Well, yeah, I uh, that's why I I mean I have friends ask why I I drive an older pickup or or something like that or things like that you know and uh, I don't think. I don't think a guy wants to have a whole lot of debt, you know, no. I mean, or if you, ha- if you have debt right now, it better be fixed. Yeah. Because, um, um, you know, I, you know, I, I think it's fixing to be like the eighties, you know, and I, I didn't, we were too young to go through the eighties. Um, you know, my dad was kind of a, you know, a farm loan officer before we kind of came back on the ranch after my granddad passed. But, uh, you know, that always bugged him a lot, you know, is, is he had to deal with deals like that in the eighties. And, um, I think the guy has got to really, you know, do you really need that new pickup or that new tractor or, or something or can you make it work? You know? 
so yeah but, uh, no I, I think um, you're right it's um like I, I don't I don't adhere to all those old conservative values but there's there's some some very very strong wisdom and and, and especially the just the fiscal responsibility. I'm not the best at that I, by any means. I, like I'm not honestly just not that great at it. But um, I also like it, it gives you a lot of respect for like those old Mormons where they're like, hey, like you were required to have a, a year's worth of stuff, uh, you know, a year's worth of food stored up. So w- when it, when shit hits the fan, you're not gonna you're not gonna starve out in the first couple weeks. Right, right. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and well, we've talked on like a, uh, gosh, it's probably been a couple of years ago since I was last on your podcast, but uh, you know, my mom, you know, she was, she was hell bent, and I mean, uh, you know, I wouldn't be sitting on the cows I have now if it wasn't for her, mm-hmm. and uh, um, you know, but she was smart and um you know, uh, played her cards right. And, and she, she was stubborn enough that, uh, we fought through a drought, you know, and, but, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it just, it, it's tough. I mean, you know, and everybody has different, you know, you got to pull the rip cord at some time. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, no. Yeah. It's, but, uh, uh yeah, I like, but also your your mom had uh, had seen droughts before, so like she also knew like, hey, we we gotta we gotta ride this thing out, otherwise we're not gonna make it. So I mean, it's uh, it wasn't it wasn't so much that uh, she was smarter than you, but it's it's just that experience that comes into play too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's funny, you know, you get older and um, you know the people you knew when you were younger and have passed on you just kick yourself because you yep. didn't ask the questions you should have you know and uh you know just like my folks or even former bosses um you know you just kick yourself and, i know uh, i i feel the same know. way like that's that's why i posted that uh that angus mcintosh again um because i, I really wanted to, to hear him and my dad talk about you know, private property rights and, uh, and groundwater rights. And now Angus passed on and like that. So that, that's never going to happen, but man, that would have been a really, really cool, uh, conversation. Right. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But, yeah. I, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, same thing. I mean, just, uh, you know, there, there's been, um, oh, I worked for uh, a couple pretty wealthy men back in the Flint Hills of Kansas. And, um, you know, they, they, they were kind of the the big ballers uh, mm-hmm. for stalker guys um, back in back in the Flint Hills. And, uh, and you know, I kick myself all the time. They, they were... Um, and hell, like one of them, uh, well, one was like a billionaire. Like I only talked to him like once a year. Yeah. Um, but, uh, 
I was always amazed by him. Like the one time I talked to him every year, he would remember, and I wasn't married yet to Lauren, but uh, he would remember my name and remember Lauren's name. And, uh, you know, I was just shocked that a billionaire would actually like uh, remember that, you know, Mm. because I was just a peon. And, but I thought, you know, that's probably what made him successful was showing respect to just peons, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I was always really impressed with that. But like the other guy, I mean, he was very wealthy as well. Um, he was from Kansas city and hell, he'd, he'd always invite me to go and, you know, ride with him and go look at the cattle in the feed yards, you know, kind of in central Kansas. And, and, um, you know, we'd ride in the, you know, pickup together and, you know, I mean, I was just young and I'm just like, just even this last week, like going back in that country, I was like, why the hell didn't I ask him like all these other questions, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I don't know. I I just thought, man, talk about wasted opportunity. I mean, and I asked him plenty of questions, but man, I mean, he was a wealth of knowledge. And I mean, like self-made and everything. And, you know, I kick myself all the time about that. So, oh, yeah. But. Yeah, it's. uh Yeah. And then and then once they're gone, you're just like, well, shit, there's that. Like that. Well, you don't have that. You don't have that chance anymore. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to, you know. And those guys want to offer the information. They want to do it, you mm-hmm. know, uh, if you just ask them, you know. Yeah. So that That's one of the... If you don't act like a dumbass, too. You know, yeah. if, you, if you are respectful and don't act like a, you know, well, you know, a jingle jangle taco hat dipshit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You know, you know uh, act like you, you want to be a cattleman. Act like Those you've been there will. a time or two, even if you haven't. Yeah. At least act like it. Yeah, th- those guys will will do it. Yeah. But, um. But uh. Yeah. But no, it's that, that was a hell of an experience in Flint Hills that I had. I mean, you know, I, I'd never like. There was one pasture that we had like twenty. Oh, I mean, for me, you know, I came from. You know, I mean. We're from the same country. It's mm-hmm. all cow calf, you know, and uh, that country back there. I mean, um, it was like just all yearlings, and and uh, but shoot, we gathered this one pasture. And it was like twenty nine hundred head of yearlings, all Mexican cattle. And I remember we had a, I think it was like fifty five head of or fifty five trucks lined up to load them out. You know. Oh and, yeah. Um, and I mean, it, it, hell, it was a hell of an experience. I mean, you had to have quite a few guys together that many had yearlings, and you know, it was it was a good experience for me back there. So, well, I, but, I feel the same way about JBS. Like, <clears throat> like I, I don't want to ever go back there, but I like I learned so much in that year and a half that I, that I was there. Like, you know, when when that Flint Hills run hits. I, I mean, I, I weighed and or I unloaded and weighed 42 loads of cattle in three hours, something like that, um, by myself. And, uh, 
And those damn Flint Hills cattle would always show up at five o'clock. Remember that? Oh yeah. Always, always. Or, or, or there showed up like right as you would, like you would clock out for lunch and then, uh, you, you would, you'd come out of the office and see just a line of trucks and you just fuck. All right. And you go back in and, and, and clock back in and just, yeah, you, you were busy for like the next three hours. And, uh, yeah. and it was just, that's just how it was. And, uh, like I don't miss it at all, but, um, Man, I, I learned so much during that. And I, I learned about uh cattle buyers, I learned about uh uh truckers, I, I learned about just dealing with people in general and I, I learned real real early on that I, I like cattle a lot more than I like people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know one thing that always, you know, discourages me, you know, I kinda do a little bit of selling cattle a little bit and um you know a lot of those cattle truck drivers they just want a friend to talk to you know and uh i always want to buy them donuts i used to be able to buy them donuts like in the flint hills because i had a a gas station that you know you could buy that Mm -hmm. at and everything and around here i don't you know and um but i always get so aggravated at people that treat cattle truck drivers like shit mm. um, because those, a lot of those guys, like especially these days, could be making better money doing like driving for a Swift truck or something. Yeah. And, but they don't, you know. They're, they're the and, cowboys uh, of the trucker world. Like, yeah. And, and I always, I, I have a soft spot for those people and I always get real aggravated people that treat and some of them are dumbasses. There's a lot of dumbasses. <laughs> yeah. But but some are really good that no. get treated like crap that, that don't need to be, you know. No, and I, and I always try to treat treat our truckers with respect. I, I just like you you know what I'm talking about when like you're just like it's a dumbass trucker move. Uh, because like they'll, they'll either hit the chute going 15 mile an hour or, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, just, it's just something. And you're just like fucking truckers, you know? And, but it makes you appreciate yeah. the good ones. Like, <clears throat> like, uh, the guy that I oh, work, yeah. uh, the, that owns the place I work for, he's got his own fleet of trucks and they're, they're all Mexican guys, but like, I know each and every one of them. And, uh, and they're really pretty dang good. Uh, like they they know when when to push in the in the tub and when not, so so they're not running cattle over the top of me. And uh, and I, I like I I really appreciate a good cattle truck. I, I any any cowboy does or any rancher does because I'm like oh you, yeah you know your the cattle good ones, the good ones you got to have. I mean they're, they're just as good as your best cowboy oh yeah you know. yeah absolutely uh, and because more than anything you know your cattle are going to get there in good shape like that and that's the biggest biggest thing of all yeah yeah oh i know it's so yeah, yeah I, like, uh, oh go ahead oh yeah no <laughs> i have a funny story one time we were uh oh uh hauling cows off uh corn stalks and and uh cows were pretty heavy bred and 
I was afraid we were loading the truck a little too tight and everything. And <laughs> it was one of our local truckers and he's kind of an ornery bastard. And, and uh, I said, well, I think we're getting them on there too tight. I, I think maybe we should take a couple off. And he goes, oh, no, I'll just take a cup, uh, corner a little bit hard and they'll throw one down on the, on the floor and loosen up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I, I can picture your reaction and, uh, like we were, me and it, see, this is why you need to sign up for the Patreon folks is, um, uh, we, we were talking about you on, uh, on the last Patreon, uh, Fence Post Politics. Oh. Like I, uh, an uncomfortable Clint Mandel is like the highlight of my life. I I, I love uncomfortable Clint Mandel. Like it, it gives me unspeakable joy to just see you <laughs> uncomfortable, and I could see you when 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 that trucker makes a, a joke about just sliding sliding the cow down to to free up space. I can see you just like eh, and cringing, and I it, like I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm wound a little too tight. I I I probably am. <laughs> yeah, my my wife has to keep me in check. <laughs> it, it's all right though. I just you know, I like me me and Aaron were talking. It's like I I live for that uncomfortable moment. Like just so just so I can watch the uncomfortableness. And I, I you're yeah you're you're one of my like most easy targets. And yeah, I, I I exploit that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like and and not even not even to tell anybody just just for me you know just like I, I just I just like like watching Clint Mandel get uncomfortable like I I don't know what about it I just it brings me joy. Well, it happens, and I'm I'm becoming more and more like my dad. Oh I'm yeah, right. yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know that that's not a bad thing. Like. uh like we we used to make. I always take it as a compliment. Yeah, we we used to make fun of Homer plenty, but like I, I respect that. I respected that man a lot. So. Uh, oh, I know. Like, I know. It's uh, it, yeah. Well, well, I'll I'll give you shit forever and 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 ever uh, over that. But yeah, uh, it, it it's it's a good thing to be to follow those shoes. That, that's yeah. Homer was a good dude. Yeah. Oh, he was. Yeah. Yeah, man of few words. I, I think, luckily, I took after my mom a little bit. I can speak a little bit more than him. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, yeah, he, <laughs> he, uh, very man of few words, but everybody respected him. So, yeah. What was <laughs> funny is, uh, is, is how much shit you guys would give him about going to the coffee shop because he was, like you said, he, he didn't talk at all, but man, he loved going to the coffee shop and you guys would just rip on him constantly <laughs> about going to the coffee shop. Oh yeah. 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 And he, well, like a couple years before he passed, uh, Oh, you know, we lease in corn stalks, um, and uh, kind of had a cantankerous neighbor, and uh, I won't mention any names, but he's just kind of the community asshole. Um, <laughs> and and uh, I think I think my dad almost wanted to pick a fight, and he 
was not driving on his field or anything. He just was driving down his field road. And uh, the guy pulled him over and wanted to fine him $200 uh, <laughs> for driving down his field road. And, and uh, my dad said, well, just call the sheriff. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, well, I guess the guy did. And uh, anyway, uh, he was calling my dad everything but a you know church boy yeah and uh and my dad had a coffee cup and he just it was empty but he just threw it at him (laughs) 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 it was right during corn harvest so all the corn truck drivers were were watching these two old bastards fight you know you know driving down a field road <laughs> yeah, he wanted to find him two hundred. Ah, that's 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 awesome. Two hundred dollar, uh, you know, pass fee. Uh, did did I text you the other day? Uh, the that's outrageous. Like I, oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. for whatever reason I forget what what happened, but I just oh I was dry. I was driving back from somewhere the other day, and uh, and some jackass from California. Go figure. Um, like switched lanes three times and uh, and, and just about crashed every single person. And then, like once he got around them, drove straight as an arrow. And I was just like, "That's outrageous!" And then it just it, just, it reminded me of of old Homer. And uh, man, what a like and so, so like I I know you appreciate the the whole uncomfortable part because uncomfortable Homer was the best Homer. Oh he, yeah, like he was yeah. Hank, he was Hank Hill just. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're done with this jackass festival. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he he was uh, he was no nonsense, but he was yeah, God, he was so funny about it, like just. Oh, I know. Dry, it, dry, dry. Oh, just, it was just a caricature of, of, uh, of what a rancher should be. <laughs> he, and, like, he was, he was a hundred percent rancher, but he was also like a hundred percent cartoon character. <laughs> yeah. It was so yeah. funny. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, he. <laughs> He his favorite move was to pull up on the county road, like, and you knew shit was going bad, like you know cows were out or some problem. Yeah, he'd pull up and, and keep looking forward in the pickup, and then slowly roll down the picket window, and this is for electric windows. Yeah, uh, roll it down hand crank, not looking over to you, and he would roll it down and then look over. Yeah, you know, like he he was dramatic as shit. (laughs) 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 It was funny for the for the most uh, undrama guy. Like he was, he was so dramatic. Like that, like the window crank, or like uh, you remember when we were going on our uh, uh, our senior trip, and like we left out of your house. Like we had like your brother's uh, bachelor party, and we. And we drank a little bit there, um, and then we were going on senior trip, and and your dad gave us the the ass out hug. 
like it was just the most awkward thing ever. But he also was like, yeah. I, I got to hug these boys because uh, I, I just got to do it. But I also, I don't like, touch, yeah. I don't like touching people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he... <laughs> but um what what was that story where uh like I, I know your mom w- was uh was gone or something and uh and Homer was cooking broccoli Oh uh <laughs> Well um no um he uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is a better story um, um, than the broccoli story. Okay. Um, he he uh, uh, mom was gone. We had no eggs or bacon, and like he needed a full course breakfast every day. You know, mm-hmm. like otherwise he truly got sick. Like at nine o'clock, if he did not have eggs and bacon <laughs> or sausage or something, you know. So. so Anyway, um, but we're, we're out of all that. Mom was gone. And, um, uh, I think she was gone with Justin and I was just home with him. And anyway, (laughs) the only thing that he had was a pop tart and which I'd never seen him eat eat a pop tart ever. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I've heard this story before, but it's. Sorry. Go ahead. So, so anyway, he he decided to cook a couple couple pop tarts. Well, anyway, uh, I don't know. He had the toaster set on five instead of like three. Well, when they popped out and he picked them up, they just scalded his hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like burning hot frosting and your face. Just, <laughs> you know, I mean, bur- burn his hand. <laughs> well, pissed him off, and so he took like a pot and just <laughs> beat him. <laughs> you know, took, like like a frying pan, like out of uh, out of sheer you know anger of burning his hand. <laughs> well, I was like downstairs. <laughs> well, I. I come up and I see the, this destroyed two pop tarts. I mean, all over the counter. I mean, they're just like in five hundred. And I said, I said, what? What happened to the, what happened to the pop tarts? And he said, I don't know. Poster did it. God damn it. Uh, uh, it's like for for everybody listening like that doesn't know didn't know Homer Mandel. Like just picture Hank Hill saying that. In in his boxers. In his boxers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh what a goober. He was he was Oh god damn it he was funny. Like I I Yeah. Oh I like my my word. I I just picture 
<laughs> like he's just like, oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> and then have to provide an explanation for it. Oh, wow, the, to- oh, the toaster did it. Toaster did it. And for a guy that is the most like calm, composed man on earth, just like oh. in a blind fit of rage, just smash a pop tart. <laughs> well, you can test this, Matt. Like, you know, he was a few words and like not a like loud, boisterous guy. No, like, no, every, not at all. But like. uh Every kid in high school wanted to go brand for him. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he ran a, a really good branding crew. He was strict, but he also, like, he didn't he didn't rip your ass if he, if he fucked up. Like, he, he would go talk to you, but, like, he'd always, like, kind of pull you to the side. Like, he, he was, he was yeah. a, it was a good branding to go to. And, uh, and then, yeah. you know, like once, once the Cavs were branded and everything was turned back out, like it was a pretty good party. Like, I mean, it wasn't like, it didn't get real wild, but like your mom cooked a hell of a meal and, and, oh, gosh, and, and, like Homer, Thanksgiving. and Homer didn't spare on the beer when, once the work was done, but like there, there was no beer to be had beforehand. But once, once the work was done, like, yeah, it was like it was a good time. Like he he uh he had no problem with you guys uh you know with his hands just getting a little loose and uh and yeah and your and your mom like legendary Brandon Mills legendary best cobbler I've ever had mm-hmm. you know peach and blue, blueberry and everything. Oh, so when we had to go <laughs> back out after after lunch uh at your branding's was that that was the worst times of my life cuz I, I was just you're just like fuck. Like, I, I was so yeah, full. So full. There's always a few blue rag bandits on the crick, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Shop tell. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> man, it was uh that her roast beef was something else. Like I, I, I like it. I, I don't know. It may, maybe it's just being uh, coming from poor, poor part of the the world that happens to have a lot of beef. But like, I, I appreciate a good roast. And man, like we we had roast every Sunday, and so it was. Like, I, I love a good roast, and your your mom's was like right at the top, like. I I don't know if I'd say it was the best one, but it was it was like it, it it was it was always in the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it always depends on who you're talking to, who has the best one. But like Sandy's was always in in the conversation, and uh, like like <laughs> th- those Brandon meals were yeah they they're pretty epic. <laughs> yeah, she was she was good at it. She in the. She always stressed over, but I think she loved it too. You know. So, oh yeah. But uh, I, uh, <laughs> I do, I do miss uh, like calling your mom on the phone. I got, like, I, I talked to her for for a couple hours too, and it was, uh, you know, I, I, I always enjoyed it. Like, I, I didn't do it as much as, uh, as I, I should have, but I, I, I always, I, I really, really enjoyed uh, visiting with Sandy. Oh yeah, yeah. She's 
she's a sweetheart. I mean, uh, well, probably the best person I ever, I mean, she just was like an angel. You know? she oh, was, man. She was just a nice, like, nice er- person. Er- everything oh. was, uh, it didn't matter what was going on uh, in her life. It's just like, no, let's, uh, let, let's sit down and have a, have a good chat and, uh, you know, cup of coffee, whatever, you know, just like, yeah, I no, I, I just I I always I always enjoyed uh, visiting with her, and then um, <clears throat> you know, I, like Rebecca never got to meet my mom, but I was always glad that she got to meet Sandy because they were, you know, they were they were very close, and uh, and uh, she yeah, like uh, my wife and Sandy had a, had a really good relationship too, and that 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 always that always meant a lot to me. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, she, yeah, I mean, she, she was, she was a tough lady. I mean, heck, you know, she fought cancer with your mom and, and, uh, you know, uh, I, uh, she, she was tougher than I ever could have been, you know. And, uh, yeah, she, wow. she, she really was. So she, she'd always but, uh, talk down about herself too, but you know, she's like, Oh, I'm kind of a wimp. And yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Sandy, like they're going through a lot more than we are, but like, uh, she was, yeah, she was a hell of a good lady. I, I, I do miss her. Oh, I know. Yeah. That, well, that was her fault is, is she would, she was so tough. She'd hide it from you, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and, and you didn't, didn't know how bad she was hurting, you know, at the end and, and yeah. stuff. And then, uh, but, uh, you know, she just, she was more concerned about other people. So, yep. but, uh, <laughs> no, so. great, great lady, uh, for sure. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, <clears throat> before we, <clears throat> like, we've been at it shit almost three hours now. Um, I know. I feel like like Alex Jones episode episode or something. I know. So. But uh, <laughs> before we get out of here, um, you guys got a like if you're in Southeast Colorado and and that area, you got a pretty good uh, um, beef little uh, beef operation going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, oh, like our uh, our box beef and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Yeah, you know, we were doing like nationwide and stuff, but you know, shipping's a uh, son of a bitch. Logistically, it was like shipping. Uh, can you still hear me? Yeah, I was just saying, ship shipping's oh, okay. a real son of a bitch on on that. But oh yeah, well, we we're just so isolated that it was just it was creating way more work. I mean, it was successful um, shipping nationwide, but it was just a. Uh, you know, we have two young boys and everything, and it just was. We we want to enjoy them while they're young. You never have them back when they're young. <clears throat> um, yeah. So we just, uh, you know, kind of took a step back, and we're just going to do like halves and holes, uh, or even quarters. But uh, yeah, if anybody ever wants a something like that, I mean, in our area, I mean, we could sure work it out. I mean, uh, we kind of have a somewhat limited supply. It's not like we do our whole herd, but, uh, yeah, we, uh, we, we do do that. And it's not like the dinks and oddballs that, you know, uh, get sorted off. Usually they're, um, kind of heifers that we DNA test that are maybe not the most fertile for 
for replacements, so we just feed them out. Mm. So, yeah. But anyway, uh, DipperLegacy.com is that is that where your your site's at? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the if the website's uh, real up to up to date. We I know we have a, a Facebook and uh, Instagram and yeah, DipperLegacyCuts.com um, or DipperLegacy.com. But uh. Yeah, I mean, shoot, check us out, or uh, you know, look me up on Facebook or something, or, or the company, and we sure get in touch with anybody. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I uh, <clears throat> now I was really glad when you uh, when you told me you're doing that. You guys, you guys got really good cattle. Uh, your 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 dad was uh, he was kind of known for that, and uh, oh, and yeah, I mean, and that I'm. Like like I was, uh, we were saying with Corbett the other day. It's uh, it's it's tough because you're you're uh, you're 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 busting your ass out there to make the best beef uh, product you you can possibly get, but you're you're fighting over commodity wages and uh, or commodity prices and yeah, I don't know. It's a uh, it's a tough it's a tough market, it's a real tough market right now. Well, that's that's the aggravating part is is if you're not following all these programs, it's it's really not that you're uh, getting a premium. You're really just getting discounted if right. you're not trying. And I'm I'm not disparaging anybody that's just not doing those programs. It's just you know for us to, to do all those programs, it's just trying to you know you know do as much as you can to get as much, but, um, it shouldn't have to be like that in my opinion for anybody. No, I, and not, not in the country that we live in. And, uh, like, I don't know. I'm, everybody knows I'm as anti government intervention as they get. Um, but when, when you already have laws on the books and they're not being, followed uh like i have no no faith that they're gonna enforce them now when they haven't been for the last 50 years 70 years i guess um but if you put something new in front of their face uh and and it gets public attention they they might actually do that so i don't know i'm not a, i'm not the best uh advocate for this bill but <clears throat> Yeah, it's, it's a lot better than anything I've I've seen proposed so far that that's actually got any any traction. Yeah. Well, I you know, and, and you guys kind of touched on that with like Corbett, but um, you're never going to get this passed with Republicans in office. Not a chance. Uh, Not a know, freaking like, chance. You know that just for example the pos. Uh, Kansas senators, they're bought and paid for mm-hmm. by the Packers. I mean, our our local representative, I called his office today in support of that uh, that bill. Uh, Ken Buck, he's from Greeley. He's a Princeton graduate. Graduate, um, but no, he's he's bought and paid for by JBS mm-hmm. and five. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I uh, anyway, I just. You know, I, I just, 
now is the time to to support this deal, you know, and uh, um, it, it, it's trickle down effect. I mean, it, it, if you don't think it affects you as a cow calf man or or even a cowboy, it does. Um, no, it, it definitely does. And and I was trying to make that point. I I don't think I I made it all that well, but. Um, as you were saying, like uh, Ken Buck is like one of the most conservative members of Congress, but he's probably not going to vote for this bill because he's bought and paid for by the Packers. Uh, Kansas, one mm-hmm. of the most conservative states in the country, both of those senators probably going to vote against it because American Farm Bureau and uh, NCBA told them to, the Kansas Livestock Association told them to not vote for this. So... You take all all those people off the table. You better start looking at some Democrats that you you can uh, uh, move to your side, and then you're going to have to start talking in the terms of like organized labor, because that's that's what the the Democratic Party has been for a long time, and uh, it, like you're you're going to have to change your tune a little bit. But those people can be had, like they. Uh, like if if they they have any like I don't know I don't count on them having an ounce of integrity but you can at least say hey this is a this is a left wing issue as well and uh, and those are the people that are going to be more easily swayed because Joe Biden has uh, has uh, endorsed it so <coughs> yeah as undesirable as that might be. You're going to have to look for some Democratic support here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, now's the time. I mean, uh, you're just not going to get it. I mean, hell, um, we had cool. And uh, I know people will disagree with me, but uh, I think it was good. Um, You know, when, when Republicans got back in control after Obama, like his midterm, they voted out, you know? Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, you know, so you have Democrats, which every once in a while they come in handy once in a while. And, right. uh, and now's the time that they're handy. Well, <laughs> and, uh, that, that's what I'm I saying think- is like, because you're probably not going to get the, <clears throat> the Republicans that you really need. Um, like the guys from Iowa and Kansas and, uh, Nebraska and, and, and Colorado, um, like you might get some of them, but you're not going to get all of them like you should. Uh, so where do you pick the slack up? You got to go to the Democrats because it's, it's split 50, 50. So you're going to have to, you're going to have to go talk to those people and you're going to have to change your your pitch, uh, you know, for, for why you want to want to do this, you're going to have to put it in their terms. Otherwise it's not going to pass. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It, it just, uh, you know, there, there's no reason. It, it's not like we're wanting to get rich. I, I, I'm half as pissed about, uh, the, the, the consumers getting price gouged on on their beef as I am getting screwed on what I get for my cattle. Yeah, you know, because 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 it's all equal. <laughs> you know, because it's hurting the demand and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I don't think that's what people, you know, a lot of people understand is, is I'm just as mad as what it costs at the counter. Um, because, you know, it, it's lowering demand for a product. Well, and, like, uh, like, uh, well, like Aaron said the other day when we were talking with Corbett Wall, he, he just, he's like, hey, when, when that day comes that I can't afford a steak, that's going to make a fat kid really unhappy. And, yeah, like, we, we want that fat kid on our side. Like, the, we want them buying steaks. Uh, because when the price yeah. goes too high, they're just going to stop. Uh, and, uh, that's that's the biggest thing, but yeah, it's uh, but when 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 they're they they can uh they can decide the only price of what that beef's gonna be. What else can you do? And uh, and this this bill, if uh, if enforced correctly, and, and and that's one of the things we have to do is like remain vigilant and and but make sure that they're enforcing this shit because. Packers and Stock, uh, Stockyards Act is still on the books, but it hasn't been enforced since the '60s. So, uh, the big thing about this 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 new bill should it get passed, it has to be enforced, or uh, we're fucked. Like that, that's about it. Oh well, yeah, yeah. That's the biggest thing. Is is, is you know. You know, if the government was, should, I mean, hell, it, it was a good working operation back in the terminal stockyards. Yeah. I mean, you know, because I remember my old boss, He his office was uh, kind of in the old Kansas City stockyards. And he had an old picture. And uh, it was kind of a, pan, you know, panoramic view of the old KC stockyards. And he said, uh, how many Packers do you think are, are in that picture? I said, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I was young. I said, I don't know, like six. He said, no, like 16. There's 16 Packers there. And, you know, that's competition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, well, and that's what, you know, that's I what mean, drives our entire economy, too. Yeah. I mean, my opinion of the government is, I, I'm for as little government as possible besides, uh, you know, uh, foreign defense and, uh, and, and just a fair equal playing field, yep. you know, uh, somewhat on the economy. And, and that can get skewed so many ways, you know, how I said that, but, yeah. you know, um, you know, but at least in four, you know, uh, I guess prevent monopolies, which that's what's going on well, with Packers. I, I, I would just say just going back to the laws that we have on the books, if they enforce them, we'd be in a lot better shape. But they're not enforcing them, so that's that's why <clears throat> this new bill has to take place. Because, uh, But that's also the, the reason that to give me a, a, little, a, lot of, a lot of pause on that deal, because... They already haven't been enforcing the the Packers and Stockyard Acts, and I don't know. I think I think this one's in a, a step in the right direction, and uh, I don't know. 
I, I, I'm in I'm in the same boat. Like the more competition, the better because uh, the better product wins out. And so a guy like you, where your dad's been uh, cultivating those genetics for 50 years, um, yeah, your 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 price, sh- your cattle should bring a premium because they're superior cattle. And whereas now they're they're not considered uh superior cattle they're just not getting uh docked yeah they're just not getting docked as much yeah you know yeah so um, you know there's an old saying that that goes is uh you know a good business that's worth being in has competition mm-hmm. you know if there's if if there's a business without competition it's not worth it you yeah. know um, and I, I didn't quite quote that right, but that's from Pat Doggins. Yeah. I mean, and he's, he's from, you know, he, he's passed, but, uh, you know, Doggins, they, they run a fantastic, well, I mean, they, they're kind of cattle barons up in Montana and, uh, you know, but it's true, you know, I mean, competition's great, you mm-hmm. know, it, it drives everything, yep. you know, so. And there's no well, and it makes right now. it makes you uh, bring your best cattle to, to to market too. I mean, like you're uh, when, when you're if you, if you've already negotiated that price for the year, like you don't have to change shit. You just have to put out whatever whatever they're paying you for. And um, if you got a if you got a better set of calves, I mean, it sure be nice to have a different place to sell them to. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I mean, that's that's kind of the basic principles of capitalism: is competition uh, breeds innovation and and it creates a better product. That's what that's what made America great. And uh, the biggest thing with these uh, these packers is, uh, yeah, they they become a monopoly, but it's also. Uh, like um, a monopoly on its on its own cannot stand because eventually they uh, they they can't charge a low enough price uh, to to win back uh, customers. So um, a natural monopoly is always going to fall. But these are these are government propped up monopolies, and, and uh, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so like yeah. They, they, there's no chance they can fail, and they're just going to keep raking in profit at the expense well, of of guys like you. Well, and that's the thing is is you know those those four packers they say regulation, bring it on, you know, because that just keeps out any kind of mm-hmm. you know entries into the market, you know. Yep. Because they're big enough, four of them, there's going to be no one entering the market. No, I mean, there's, not a there's chance. people trying to, but, but they're just going to say, bring on the regulations, bring it on, you know? Yep. And, uh, that, 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 that's how they do it, you yep. know? So big, big, uh, business loves big government. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a crazy thing, but yeah, I don't know. I like I hope that thing goes somewhere. Um, I know we're always gonna be here, 
Um, but I don't know. It, it, things might get tough for a little while, but Clint, I, I really enjoyed this conversation. Uh, we, we've been at it for, for quite a while. I know. I think we got some rat killing done. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, it was good. To, uh, it was good to pick your brain and catch up with you. So I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know if you learned anything, but <laughs> ah, no, well. it always, always, always learn something. But, uh, no, that, that was that was fun. We should do it more often. Sounds good, bud. So. All right, man. Hey, take care. Tell the tell the family hi for me. All right, sounds good. We'll see you, bud. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hey, I didn't screw that up too much, did I? No, not at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that. Well, that Aaron's was, a lot more funny than I am. No, so. hey, it don't it don't matter. We weren't doing fence post politics, so it was just a <laughs> it was a bull session, and I I enjoyed the shit out of it, man. I just I had been a while since we had talked for a while, so it was good. Oh, I know. Well, no, it was good. So no, I just I hope I wasn't a, a you know tail cracker or something. No, so, no, anyway. it was it was good. I I enjoyed it. I, I think people will like it. Well, good, good. <laughs> no, so. but and if they don't, fuck them. I I enjoyed it so. Well, good. Well, no, I enjoyed the talk. So that that's kind of what I needed. Hell, it was a shitty, windy day, and I was up for a conversation. Well, <laughs> so, I, anyway. same way. Like I I had a guy kind of back out on me. Like he um <clears throat> like he didn't ghost me or anything, but like he it's just like hey, I can't make it today and. And I really wasn't wanting to do a podcast, but I was like, yeah, I, I, I got to do one. You know, you got to keep the the routine. And then I was like, yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't talked to you in a while. And I, I was kind of, kind of missing it. So I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, good. Well, I know I'm, a, I kind of filter myself a little bit more than, you know, I know I'm on air, but anyway. No, so. that's all right though. Is uh, it it was all it was all good. I and I, like I know I know the position you're in, so I, I got I don't I don't try to, I don't try to uh, go too overboard. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah. No, shoot. I looked at the phone. I thought, holy shit, we have been talking for a while. I, but you're like Rogan. I it, that <laughs> so. that was like a Rogan type episode. I was it was uh it was <laughs> it, I I looked in. I was like, holy shit, like it's late for me now, and it's uh, even later for you. So I was like, ah, yeah, it's it's late. So <laughs> it's fine. Well, no, I enjoyed it, man, and uh. Yeah, if it's garbage, just throw it away. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. <laughs> nah, no, <laughs> anyway. man. I, I it'll be good. I think people will like it. So, um, yeah, uh, I'll probably I'll put it up in the morning. And uh, yeah, man, I appreciate it. It's uh, thank thanks for coming on uh, on short notice. I I I do appreciate it. I know it's it's not the it's it's, it's not the normal course of action, but I I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. <laughs> so next time you're out in this country, swing by. So I will. I will. It's, uh, uh, I'm not sure when that'll be, but I'll let you know. I, I'll let you know for sure. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Well, hey, have a good night, bud. Hey, you too. Uh, take care, man.
Like a forest fire, pupils wider and back. 